everyone, and welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. Hi, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. Oh, you're my co-host. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm the star. Fuck you. <laughs> we we are the hosts together. We are yes. we are co cooperative hosting. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, this is the podcast where what happens when you give a fil- uh, film geek a time machine? Well, I'm just gonna go back in time and watch random movies. We pick a date, a random date, usually. And we look at the newspaper, and we actually look at the times and actually pick movies to see all day. A big marathon of movies. And, and this is the part where I make a joke where we didn't help, didn't tell anybody about when that when Pearl Harbor was going to happen, oh. or how to stop World War Two. <laughs> but no, we just went back to watch wanna... 1939 Black and White movies. Well, we don't okay. want to cause a paradox. It's like we're going to cause a paradox. We're giving them cash money that probably says 2010 on it. Okay. <laughs> So this week we picked um, June 11th, 1939. That's that's what we went back. This is the furthest date that we went back. In, in this time. is. This is 80, almost over 80 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. 80, it's nuts. Yeah. I think the time machine, I think you told me this before, right? <laughs> yeah. Completely canon. Yeah. The time machine, it has a hard time going past 80. It has <laughs> a hard time getting into the 30s. It has nothing to do with the fact that... Thus, some of these movies have disappeared. In <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but 1939, it's actually, it was actually a pretty good year for movies. That oh, was the was, year. It's a very important year for movies. That was the year that, um, Wizard of Oz came out and got yes. wind. And yep. those two, uh, I'm trying to think, did, did Disney put out an animated one in that year? Was that like no. Pinocchio or something? No, that was 40, but. When was Fantasia? That was 40 as well. Oh, okay. But Max Flesher, um, uh, they released their uh, their answer to Snow White, which was Gulliver's Travels. It was oh, okay. Animated I haven't seen that when I was a kid. I, I have that. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's, so. it's not bad. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's look up the newspaper. I forgot to do this. We got to type in the newspaper here to oh, see. Oh, yeah. We got to look at stuff. I mean. Well, I so want to tell everyone look... to know what, what we didn't watch. Yeah, the movies so... we didn't get around to. So, uh, yeah. Okay, everybody. We're going to maybe edit this part out. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to look it up here. Okay, 1939. There we go. June 11th. Yeah. It was a Sunday. That's right. This is June, but we could not do a drive-in because they don't seem to do. No, I no 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 drive-ins. Drive-ins didn't exist. I, that would actually be something that we could. Too bad we didn't have we like need an to internet. Out when drive-ins started, yeah, 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 go back to like the first time when that actually. Yeah, I actually think that would be good. Now, also, it, I mean, this entire season we have nothing in the forties. Next season we need to get like three times. We in the will. 40s, we will do. The I want to see movies that came out in the middle of World War Two. Yeah, see stuff like that. Yeah, we'll definitely do that this time. Oh, next time. So okay. So here we go. I'm looking at the papers. We have Invitation to Happiness, Calling Doctor Kilgare. Okay, I've heard of one of those. Deanna Durbin. Deanna Durbin. I don't know if that's he's... right. This other version of Some Like It Hot with Bob Hope and Gene Krupa yeah, and Shirley Ross. Now. I don't know if you're familiar with Deanna Durbin, but Deanna Durbin was a pretty popular star in the in the late 30s. I'll take your word for it. And, uh, <laughs> I don't remember her at all. That's right. This one had Fred McMurray, and we both seemed to be strangely oh. fans of Fred McMurray, but we didn't watch it. <laughs> which one? Oh, the invitation to happiness. Yeah. But yeah, Deanna Durbin had Three Smart Girls Grow Up, which was a sequel to Three Smart Girls. Uh, what? Three Smart really? Girls Grow that's Up. That's a movie that, that's a sequel to a, a different movie that I've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, Three Where? Smart Girls it was, came out in 36, was nominated for Best Picture. And then uh, Leslie Howard in Pygmalion. Um, we didn't see Love Affair, which was nominated for Best Picture. We didn't watch. We didn't watch that. Yeah. Um, Topper takes a trip, which this was a whole series. This is the heart of the uh, uh, studio system. 
shit tons of movies come out. Oh yeah. Well, this is well, <laughs> stupid about well, like well, one. They put all, each studio puts like a movie a week out. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay? The classic, the classic Hollywood was it was like um, it it was kind of like an assembly line. What it was, it was like okay, you had the scripts and you had the editing, and so I just got back from um, Los Angeles. I went and did studio tours. And I was on the Paramount lot, and they talked about that. Like, in this building over here, that's where the scripts were. And then in this building, they sent it to the producers. And then in this building, they, they sent they it to so the They had a system. It was pretty neat. Yeah, they, uh, they were just shitting out movies. <laughs> it was. And, and then, you, then you bring it to the editor. And then the editor edits the movie. And then you bring it to here. So it was just like a big assembly line of movies. And that's why... Like some directors were making like three or four Spoiler movies a alert, year. Some of these movies are edited a lot better than other. Movies, okay? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else worth noting, but not really. Um, another one. Oh, Gunga Dean. Never mind. That's one <laughs> that's, of the movies we saw. Oh, Charles Lawton and the Beachcomber, which I wouldn't mind watching because I really like Charles Lawton, but we didn't we didn't get a chance to watch it. So Gary Grant and Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and a third guy whose name name I can't remember. Victor McLaughlin. Hey, whatever. <laughs> so he he won Best Actor in 1935 Did for he? The Informer. Yeah, and God. he was in a lot of John okay, Wayne whatever. movies. That's okay. a spoiler. That's like <laughs> in. Okay. that's literally the fifth movie. Never mind. That's, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's six movies. Six oh, movies. Okay. We're gonna talk about that now. Or now. So we actually, yeah, so we actually um, worked it out. We looked at the times, and we actually got to see seven movies when we went back in time to yeah, thirty-nine without a drive-in. Yeah, which usually can is how we can weasel two movies in. Yeah, 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 there yeah. Until three in the morning. Right, but no, it was crazy. So <laughs> nine forty-five was the first screening, and eleven thirty p.m. was the last screening yeah. of the movie. So that was pretty crazy. And on a Sunday, we totally went June, there and watched them all on the same day. We did. It totally <laughs> happened. Totally happened. Um, so the first movie, so we did Marilyn, which this is the only movie that we, or at least for me, I had no idea what this movie was. Marilyn. I also had no idea. I actually, let me see here. Of these movies, I had no idea what, like, four of them were going to be at all. Well, so Marilyn was, I've never even heard of this movie, and the only reason, and usually, so we pick the movies, like I'll pick like two or three, and then Tim will pick two or three. And this one, we kind of both agreed, because that was the only movie that started at 9, at also, 9.45 it's our first uh, foreign language film. Yeah, it's French. French it's movie. French, yeah. but it takes place in Austria. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're speaking French. <laughs> <laughs> so it's French, and then, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. So, But it sounded French to me, yeah. Yeah, it's so, so French. We did Marilyn, then we picked The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn with Mickey Rooney as uh, Huckleberry Finn. It's a wonderful world at... A at... different It's a Wonderful Blank movie. Yeah, with James Stewart. <laughs> with Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Broadway Serenade with Jeanette McDonald, which I'm not too familiar with. Dead End, which um, has in a co-starring role Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, it's a weird. Okay, Bogart's in two of these movies, and he is not really the lead. I mean, he wasn't. Kind of the he wasn't a superstar that. yet at this point. He, he was. Okay. He was a a very well known character actor player at this point. Okay. Um, but he wasn't like the top billing in the I mean, in the, that end is like, movies. there's like 12 people. They're all. It's an ensemble piece. Yeah. 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 Um, Gunga Din, we got to see. Um, and with, that's a big epic. Gunga Dean. Gunga Dean. That's how you pronounce it. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I, I read shit after. <laughs> or, and then I suppose in the movie they say Dean, so whatever. Yeah. But that stars Cary Grant and, um. It was based Double off of a poem by Rudyard Kipling. I thought it was yes. a novel, but it's a poem. Oh, I'm going to be talking about that poem. Oh, no. And how different this movie is from that <laughs> poem. It's loosely based on the poem, right? Yeah, we've got, then, we have a guy with the same name in it. That's yeah, yeah, how yeah. loosely based and it then is. The, okay. And then the last one is Betty Davis and Dark Victory. So, yes. And, and there's a big melodrama. So, yeah, out of all these movies, I've only seen Gunga Dean. 
So um, I'm amazed you had seen that one. Yeah, I've, I saw that you one. Saw when you were a kid or something? No, I watched it. I think it was on Turner Classic Movies well, like five years ago. Oh, okay, I think, okay, I that it. would that makes so um, sense because I watched Turner Classic a lot. Did you so. make it all the way through? Because, yeah. Oh yeah, I watched it. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> oh no! It sounds like we're gonna have a major major disagreement. On oh this movie no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what we do when we're watching these movies, we're being really tight lipped on on you know on our reactions, that trying to read our, each other. Well, that is what we don't we know do. what we think. We yeah. make sure we do our best to not talk about these movies until in the any way yeah. until we sit down to record this podcast. Except okay. when I see you when we're playing board games, you know, like there's a movie I'm going to talk about. That's all I say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all. I, what are you talking about? Are, we, are you saying we play board games in between some of these movies? No, 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 no. Don't no. break the illusion. <laughs> no, not in between the movies. Like before we do the podcast recording yes oh i'm sorry right we watched all this and then we go to play board games the next day and then the day after that we record the podcast well, yeah that's the fiction <laughs> all right oh and then so i was just looking at some of just fleetingly looking at some of the music and stuff that was played back then in the 30s yes um, yes uh you're gonna have and so it was like, of it was, all of it <laughs> it was just a lot of like glenn miller um and then actually uh, billy holiday this strange is fruit, before so. billboard stuff so we can't like look at a top yeah so i was looking yeah when i was looking i was looking I, on wikipedia i don't know what you do back so there. it was a lot of swing a lot of benny goodman yeah. um that i was looking at through the top hits of 39 so the other top hit in 39 which wasn't out when we went there yet but in july uh over the rainbow judy garland yes. came out but we that was a time huge, before that, that makes sense that that was a huge that was the number one hit of thirty nine obviously so yeah it was yeah. huge with the movie wasn't we as didn't big watch of a that hit, movie though. so we can't really talk super tons about it no, I've no. seen it uh, eighty times I know that's fine. <laughs> that one that one we I would I, mean, I would not I even, even need to be watched wouldn't even like... bother watching the movie I'm like okay <laughs> I've already seen it in the theater so that's fine. I've seen it yeah I've also seen it in the theater too I'm I'm a big fan of it though. Oh, yeah. Well, of course it's, you it's do. Classic. Of course you are. You're a human being. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first movie that we saw was Marilyn. 1936. Though so some of these movies, because we're in 1939, but some of these are holdovers. And I believe I was looking at the release dates here, and it actually came out in the U.S. in 37. Um, yeah. Well, that happens, as we have said before. Yeah. When, we go, when you go back in time far enough, movies have nothing to do with when they came out. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. That movie came out in the in, yeah. years ago. Let's just put it in the Well, theater. and the reason why they well, the reason they do that is cuz there was no home video. There was no VHS or anything. And it's so, cheap. Yeah, so that's the and way you, an older movie yeah. and it'll be cheaper. And this is literally an older foreign film and it's at 9:30 in the morning. <laughs> so, well, that's, we'll just put it in the screen. Okay? Well, that's how like Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind were people wanted to rewatch it, so they would re-release them in well, the theaters. Also, before like television, yeah. some, the reason Gone with the Wind is so long and so popular is it's apparently good, which I think I saw it one time a long time ago. Oh, but also, uh, it'll kill a day. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a four-hour <laughs> movie. It's, let's it's, sit down. No, I like it. Movie for four no, hours. Good. <laughs> All right. So this is Marilyn, and it stars Charles Boyer. Now I'm familiar with Charles Boyer because he was in a 1944 movie called Gaslight. Which is an awesome movie. Yes. Ingrid Bergman. Have you seen I, it? I have not seen Gaslight. I've wanted to. Really good. But can we travel to Gaslight time? Yeah, 44. Because we're going to do a 40s. We're going to do 40s. Okay, I'll say about <laughs> Gaslight. Um, but yeah, so it's Charles Boyer. I'm sorry, he's the male lead in Gaslight? Yeah. He's the gaslighting asshole? Yeah. Awesome. He's going to be really, awesome, really good. Awesome, because here's the thing. Okay, spoiler alert to this movie. What happens in this fucking movie? But he's pretty good in it. As a human garbage. <laughs> he is trash in this movie. But he's good as being trash. Right, right, right. He is, so he plays a prince. He has like an assigned marriage or whatever. He doesn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is your typical, I'm rich. Yeah. I'm handsome. But for some reason, I'm miserable. Yeah. And then literally... Well, 
yells at servants and slaves all day. Well, the and reason like, you're the, fucking, I hate the, your guts. The, the reason, <laughs> the reason why he's why he's uh, miserable though is because he doesn't believe in like the politics. I think, and he kind of re- rebels because they kind of introduced that in the beginning of the movie because he has a yeah. There's it, like a different. Because he has like a, a friend that's with his protests. Yeah, is that his and, friend? Yeah, yeah. He was, was like a reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that kind of storyline just dies. It does because <laughs> then because yeah because then he meets um some random yeah. lady it, and I mean okay this is based on yeah. actual events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. Where this piece of shit falls in love with a teenager <laughs> and then they kill each other. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Or kill themselves. In this, he literally murder. Okay, spoiler at end of this fucking movie. Nobody, no world is ever going to watch. He murders her. He murders her, but she wants to die because she is like, "We're going to kill each. We're going to kill ourselves." He kills her, and then for a while. I'm legitimately thinking, is he just going to back out of this and not kill him? I, thought, I, I was because, thinking about that too. Because yeah, he yeah, enters yeah. the door and talks to a guy, and I'm like, um, can you die now, asshole? Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it, it was interesting because um, they were, their love, though, is, you know, forbidden because it's accepted that he has affairs, but he can't divorce and marry someone yeah, else. Yeah, whatever, just bang her and, then. And, Live and with it. Right, okay? right, right. <laughs> but he shit. loves her so much, and he wants to go. Oh, and, my God, and, she's a really hot teenager. So Shut the fuck up. So it was funny. So this movie, like, starts. So I, this movie is directed by. And I can't see if I can pronounce it. Anatola Litvak. He is. A, he's actually a pretty, pretty good filmmaker. He actually directed another melodrama with Charles Borier That's English language. It's called All This in Heaven Two, I think, or all. The, is it All This in Heaven Two or All That Heaven Allows? I know there's two different movies, but anyways, he did one of them. Oh, too bad. Hold, hold on. Let me look. Because I have a magic uh, internet thing right in front of what? me. What? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. The, all This in Heaven brain. 2. So All This in Heaven 2 um, with Betty Davis, which is actually a really good movie. That, and uh, Oh, really? And that So he he moved to Hollywood. America. He did Hollywood, and he's like, doing Hollywood Because this was 36 when this came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that yeah. Betty Davis one was 40. So, I mean, yeah. it was just a couple years after And this, this director also moved to Hollywood as well. And so he directed that. But, yeah, he's a really good filmmaker. I think this movie is gorgeous. It looks fantastic. Yes, I think I think the sets are great. I think the cinematography is it's, there is, is some wonderful. Good, there's some good sets. He goes to like a lot of like plays and ballets yeah. and stuff. The ballet, I'm like, is this what ballet was like? Because it seems like maybe this is just like to make sure we all know this is ballet. We're gonna do the most basic ballet. Oh right, we've ever fucking yeah, seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like. It's pretty. There's a lot of, uh, like I said, though, there's that weird storyline in the beginning. It starts off before you even meet him, yeah. where there's like these people meeting and they're going to go on a protest. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, we're going to ignore all that yep, shit. Yep, okay? yep, yep, yep. They like, do ignore well, it. Well, what's, well, why start with, why start with that? That's just background shit yeah. that we're going to ignore after a while. Yeah. You don't start the movie with that. I actually like this movie. So, <laughs> okay, I, here's the thing. You know yeah, what yeah. my problem is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad people not getting their yeah. stuff. They kill each other. It makes, yeah, like, yeah. do people who went to this movie in yeah. 1930s yeah. Europe and America, right? they would be like, oh, well, that was such a beautiful romance. And I'm like, is it? No. They're both idiots? Okay. Right, right, right. Well, she's kind of robotic. She's weird. Bit. I was like, how old was she in this? Because that was a thing. Oh. A little while. They 17. Start, they, she's supposed to be 17. That's a character. Yeah. That's what they... they it, does, yeah. it takes her like a good ways through the movie before they even bring up her age. And I'm like, she's supposed to be 17? No. She's... I think she was in her mid-20s in this yeah. movie. Yeah. But then again... Was, yeah, but yeah. then after that, after a little bit, after I saw that, and I'm like, well, she like wears all these fancy gowns and shit. 
Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that just <laughs> makes her look older. Yeah. You know what I mean? She is. Here's the thing. In the beginning, I knew that there was going to be some bullshit romance. They telegraphed the shit out of it. Okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't yeah. have any idea what this thing was about, and I looked it up later, and that's yeah, yeah, when yeah. I find out it's based on this yeah, actual yeah, yeah. event. They meet in a weird way oh, in like, the movie. like in a park. Yeah. yeah. And she's, like, looking for her, like, relatives, yeah. and then he just, like, bump. he's like, holy shit, look at that hottie. <laughs> Let's go over there. I'm going to talk to her, because all I do is talk to hotties all day. Okay? So- yeah, yeah, because they make it clear that he just has affairs and stuff, but this one yeah. is different. So, but I will say this though, like it wasn't until later on in the movie when he's drunk at that party and ripping girls' clothes off. Yeah. Um, but before that, that's when he, he went full bad right. guy. But but before that, he really wasn't doing that much creepy stuff. He wasn't. They don't really. even show them kiss in the movie until like the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. You don't right. even see them kiss. Yes. Like it, is, it like, is. You see him like he wants to, but he's just like, nope, nope. I actually like this one. I actually so, like this teenager. <laughs> yeah. So granted, <laughs> I think he's supposed to be like twenty three. Yeah, yeah. He in actuality, it looks like he's. 44, okay? Yeah. yeah. But he's supposed to be in his 20s. She's supposed How to be a teenager. I'm assuming this movie. he was born He in... was in his 30s. He was mid-30s when he did this. Late yes, 30s, late 30s. late 30s. But it's the... It's the 30s. Yeah. People in their 30s look like they're 90. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's true. That's especially true. in black-white movies. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so this isn't a movie where I identified with anyone. But it was it was an interesting piece of history that I was I was looking at. And I thought it was really well made. I thought it was well acted. Charles Boyer, I thought it was good. I did. I was losing it a little bit when there's a scene in the movie, you know, that I was talking about where Charles Boyer. So she leaves. She's like... I'm. I have. To, I'm getting out of the country, and he's like, "I'm gonna be away from you for like, a, you know, a year, thirteen yeah, weeks." Yeah, that's right. And oh so my then God, he. I won't be able to so see then you. he gets I'll drunk. Just, I'll just bang a bunch of other bitches. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and that was because I was just like, I, I think that was after an hour, and the first hour, I'm like, "Oh, he's actually not that big of a piece of shit," and I'm like, "Ah, fuck." There he goes. He, well, then, he, he 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 goes full drunk. Yeah. And full piece of shit. Yeah. Because he can't see her. Although they literally, before that, they when they would see each other, they see each other for like 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because it is fully has to be secret. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh, they'll like plan out. We can see each other for 20 minutes on Saturday. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ, dude. This looks. That was interesting. Just, go, but... just you know, you're both rich. <laughs> go find somebody else. Okay. <laughs> Because at the beginning, I yeah. thought yeah. when they telegraphed his romance and yeah. stuff, and they had all this protesting yeah. stuff, I yeah. thought he was going to fall in love with one of the protesters. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. just fall in love with another. She's literally <laughs> a fucking baroness. Yeah, yet he kind of laments. Other people lament that he can't. Oh, yeah. she's too. She's below you, and I'm like, is she? She's a baroness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't Princess Mary Baronesses all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so for me, with all that said, I just as the movie was going on, I just I thought it was just a really well crafted movie, and I and I was like, I'm 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 digging it. So I I I, I gave it a three out of four because I actually I, really I actively like, it. I, I like going into movies where yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then I'll find out stuff later. This is one of those ones where I'm like, I kind of wish I had known it was based on this actual historical yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe I could have judged it better in a different way then. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about it either. I, I was it's, just... It's, it really... Okay. There were things about it that kind of bored me. Okay? Yeah, Because enough, it has enough. some downtime. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. You're right. It, it, it's actually... It's pretty. It's really pretty. They have a completely... This is the thing I was thinking about during it. This is full haze Code time. Oh, yeah. This is a European movie. Yeah. I'm like, they don't have to follow any Hays Code. 
And then they kind of this movie could have been made in the U.S. They yeah. literally have U.S. remakes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they're probably directed used... by the same guy. He even directed oh, one really? of the remakes. Yeah, oh, wow. until like thirty the, years yeah. later, it looks like. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Hmm. but that one stars like Ava Gardner. That one's sixty-eight. So no, he did the fifty-seven one. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's yeah. only Twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, and it was, but it was made for television, and it starred Audrey Hepburn. Oh shit. Yeah. Weird. Audrey Hepburn legit could, until she died in her 60s, could have passed for 24. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. Okay? She will look like a teenager. No, no. I no, I just thought it was good. I thought the cinematography, the lighting was great. Um, Like, I thought the editing was good. So I just thought, and I come I come at movies a little different than you. Like, I went to film school. And so yes, I, I'm really, I, I, did I, go, I go through like a filmmaking, I, I have a filmmaking eye. So I kind of get one over. Even if the story's okay, if the filmmaking is really good, I it, it yes. draws me in. It draws me this into the movie. The, it draws this me is what movie. I have told people yeah. when I've mentioned this podcast yeah. that I'm in. You're the film guy. I'm the movie guy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Yeah, I I'm think that's there, pretty good. And I'm going to judge it on the script. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And whether or not I actually like the people I'm watching. Yes. In this. I don't, right. have, I don't have like to like. I don't half, have to like the people. I know for you, me, you were fine with it because <laughs> Austin, I still like you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even no matter, you're obviously like monsters. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, this one was this one was hard for me to judge because yeah. at the yeah. end of it, yeah. I was really mad that they killed each other because I had no idea that that was going to happen. Because if I had read about it before, and I'm like, I would have literally just been sitting around waiting. Okay, what happens at the end? When how do they kill each other in the end? I actually themselves? really <laughs> like that sequence. Like, I thought it was really well it's, done. Like, that sequence was done. Like, yeah, he, it was, I mean, she, like, lies in bed. Yeah. And she, like, closes her eyes. Yeah. And he blows her brains out. <laughs> and they like, actually see blood. Guy. They have the blood yeah, from her yeah, head. I that was, was like, oh. That's I was, a thing that in 1939 U.S. You don't or see it that much. You get shot. You just fall oh, over. You're magically dead now. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. wounds. You're just a dead person. My okay? favorite, my favorite thing in movies. <laughs> my favorite thing is movies are when someone gets stabbed anywhere and then they fall down dead. Yes, that's my favorite. Oh, thing. Oh well, in, that, in happens in, that, that happens. That happens in some in some of these movies. Stuff like that's going to happen. Where it's like people magically just like, oh, that guy's dead now. I guess. Okay? <laughs> I mean, he was in the room where some stuff happened. So where, um, <laughs> so where, you, where would you, what would you give this at a star? Oh star boy, this one was confusing because you're right. It is, it's pretty. Yeah. And I actually thought, even though I didn't like him and I thought she was dumb because she yeah, fell in yeah, love with that. this guy who, and, and it took, they fall, she falls, she's like falling for him, but she has no idea who he is, even though he's obviously very possibly the most famous guy oh, in the entire No, but country. she goes, oh, you do remind me of you that guy. You remind me of the prince and you're super handsome and super well dressed. Oh, you are you the prince. You could possibly be the prince. <laughs> I was stupid. <laughs> I thought but they, they do, actually, she yeah, finds, yeah. she figures it out. That, oh, that's right. That was like, they go to a ballet. Yeah. And he's just sitting there creeping on her. Because they're oh, both at the same one. He's just staring time. at her. And I'm like, dude, you are fucking creepy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, We're, it's pretty. You do out of four stars. I, I did three. I'm gonna do one and a half. Okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. No, that's fair enough. Because I got mad at the end. Now, granted, so, if I, if I had known it was based on this, yeah. I probably would have been. Well, like, see, one and a half oh, is this like historical thing. One and a half whatever. is like you didn't like it, but the half is like it was well made. <laughs> no, no, you, 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 okay. When I don't like it, it's a zero. That's okay. True. That's, true. that's how I work. Okay? <laughs> this thing got a full one and a half stars above, literally. 
burn this and never <laughs> never let any human beings watch it again. That's my bad movies, okay? <laughs> Which you've given, like, two already. I, I have think. given two. <laughs> and I kind of would like to retroactively the first one. But no, no, fuck it. It's a zero. Okay? <laughs> All right, our second movie, we went to go see The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Now, I'm pretty familiar with the novel. I don't know. If, I no, am I know. somewhat familiar with I know of the novel, and I know that... I know some of the changes that were made here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I've seen... Have you seen any other film adaptations of I have this? never seen so, a film adaptation of Huck in Finn. In 1993... Um, Steve, I think this is actually the best-reviewed film ad- adaptation possible. Oh, is it? Interesting. I don't know if... The, I have to look at the 93 one because I thought that was okay, okay reviews. Maybe. Elijah Wood plays, a young Elijah Wood plays Huckleberry Finn. And it was Well, directed... Mickey Rooney was like 18, but he's he successfully plays 13 because he's a fucking smurf. Okay? <laughs> he's a tiny little dude. But, he, can um, play, he can play a kid until he was The 93 kid. version was directed by Stephen Summers who went on to direct the Mummy movies. Um, okay. Oh, maybe I should give yeah. that a shot. It's okay. It's okay. Because um, the, the Huckster dudes in this? Yeah. They're fucking funny. I like those guys. Those <laughs> which, guys, which were guys? Great. the 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 con artist dudes. Oh, oh those guys were. Oh. I thought I thought they were hilarious. I like those dudes. <laughs> okay, so eventually Huckleberry Finn. This is based off of the famous Mark Twain novel. Um, Mickey Rooney plays Huckleberry Finn, and so it's just his adventures of like he, you know, skipped school. He he's Huck Finn. He's a thirteen year old <laughs> right. in the eighteen sixties um, or eighteen forties, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is before the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad they changed the name because because in the novel it's Edward Jim. Yes, so they, they actually, never. They never say that. They never say that. They don't. Say they the just call him Jim. And I want to say like, even in the '93 version, they it, did. So they did. I want to say they did, but I could be wrong. Oh, maybe because I was like, it's '39. Are they, I'm assuming they're just going to say it. Nope, they, they didn't. They just call him Jim. Jim. Yeah, they just and, call him Jim. But they do change his, what he's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's not accused of murdering Huck Finn in the novel. He's just on the run. He yeah. just wants to escape slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. see his like family or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then, and then eventually, then and Huck, that goes the wrong direction. Right. And then Huck, Huck Finn <laughs> also runs away too and meets up with Jim, and and then yes. and then he meets the Hucksters, yeah, the the, the, Hucksters, the con which are probably a good third of the movie, half yeah. the movie, maybe. And then they put him in there, and then they, they you know they want him to, oh, you can be in this play with us, and we're gonna rip people off, yeah. and yeah. But then they get mad at him, and then they start chasing him for so I can't remember. They, I mean, in the, in this movie, yeah. But what happens is they act like they're the dead brothers of a guy yeah. who died. They're living brothers of a guy who died. Yeah. And they're trying to just, like, scam all the people out of that guy's inheritance. Right, 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 right. And they have, like, a longish con. They don't just say, oh, okay, we're going to take all the stuff and leave. They have a little longer con. Yeah, But yeah, they yeah. eventually get caught. Right. And Huck Finn is also there, but gets, like, knocked out or something. I can't remember. Boy, you're... When it's a second movie out of seven, you're right. I'm having issues. Yeah, me too. I'm just like, yeah, they're all kind of running together when we do a marathon in one day. I... I, I didn't like this movie at all. Actually. Okay, here. Okay. Oh here's, no. Here's a slight. Here's our slight disagreement. I'm watching this, and I'm like five minutes in, and I'm like, uh, is Mickey Rooney kind of like good in this movie? I didn't think he was at all. I thought he was pretty damn no. solid. He's a little kid. He's supposed to be thirteen. <laughs> I mean, I you I know you you know I know you were born a big bald adult. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, 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 no. I I just I everything was just kind of flat about it. The direction I didn't think. Anything was really exciting. Weird. It's called the Adventures of Huck okay. Finn. Or was it really exciting? That's a big difference then, because uh, there were stuff in here. Huck Finn is like a comedy, okay? But it's a comedy from before when people knew how laughter worked, okay? And then with you not <laughs> liking, there's some actual funny stuff that happens in this. But then with you not liking people, when he's actually like 
what? You're sounding like an abolitionist. Oh, no. <laughs> like, but I also knew he was going to come around. He's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's Huck Finn. I'm like, <laughs> yes, he's a stupid kid who's been brainwashed by the yeah, South. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I know by the end of this movie, he's not going to be that stupid kid who's brainwashed by the South, okay? So that's why I'm like, okay, it's Huck Finn. I know he's, I know how this movie, I know how this story goes. Yeah. It's going to change, yeah. okay? I didn't, I didn't like the Hucksters either. So you didn't. I no. thought the Hucksters were hilarious. Oh, no, I, I did not I think them. they were funny. Uh, there's the scene they sh- they show it on the Wikipedia page. This guy man stealing watermelon. That scene where they <laughs> both have stolen a thing, and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. and and Huck thinks he's going to get caught by this adult, and this adult thinks he's going to get caught by a kid, and neither one of them has any idea what's happening. <laughs> and then they just look at each other and they slowly walk away. And I'm like, because Huck Finn doesn't know he has that the guy has a watermelon behind his back. No, 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 no. And then the guy pulls out a watermelon. And you never see him again. And I'm like, that's what I want to see, baby, because that dude never comes back because it was just one little quick, funny scene. I legit thought it was funny. Now, maybe it was because I just watched this crazy French film. Okay? <laughs> maybe that's why, too, because I'm just like all hoity-toity after the French. Maybe. You know? That's right. I'm just like, I think both these movies are going to have very differing opinions. Wow. On. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> I thought, yeah, I didn't think the direction was very good. I thought it was almost like a staged play. Like it, it was, there was no creativity I think it even with the camera says something shots. It was and, based on the play version of Huck Finn or something. Yeah. And I think it was it just, says something it like did, but it, it kind of felt really stagey. The acting I thought felt stagey, I thought. And weird. Um, yeah, I because really, I actually, kinda, I was really bored. I was really bored. I, I kind of liked McRoney <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> no, I didn't like and I kind of liked the guy who played Jim. I thought he played him good. He was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I thought he, he was the, he gives the best performance in the film actually, for weird, sure. Cause I also like the Oxters. I'm I like, like I don't know. I like this movie. <laughs> it's weird. Wow, I like this movie. Now granted it does change the ending pretty drastically because the movie changes. I mean, Jim is just, ba- he, start, he just goes on the run. Yeah. But also he's, People think he killed Huck Finn because Huck Finn like faked his own death. Okay? Yeah, which I think he kind of does in the in the book, right? No, he just leaves, doesn't he? He just runs away. He just leaves. I, believe I don't think he fakes his death. In in Tom Sawyer, that happened. Yes, oh, in Tom Sawyer. That's right. That's right. That they took some of that stuff from the Tom yeah, Sawyer yeah, yeah, because yeah, Tom yeah. Sawyer does not show up in this, even no. though in the book he does show up at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, but in the book he is a true piece of shit in the book. Okay, because he act in the book. Who Huckleberry Finn? No, Tom no, Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. Oh. Tom Sawyer knows that the people who owned Jim mm-hmm. have released him. They have let him go, and then they he still wants to be part of this weird con to let Jim out of this <laughs> other thing, but he also knew the whole time that all he had to do was just say, no, no, Jim is no longer on the run, okay? He was, he's been set free. But but Tom Sawyer wants to be part of this fun thing because he's Tom Sawyer and he likes doing scammery, and I'm like, okay, Tom Sawyer's kind of an asshole, okay? Yeah. <laughs> But he does not in this, and I no. suspect this because 1939 film rights to Tom Sawyer might have been owned by somebody else or something. Well, in 1938, there was a Adventures of Tom Sawyer movie. Yeah, which, which I, I, that, I saw that as a kid, and I really liked it as now a kid. Here's the as thing: I remember. there's no way you can have that without having Huck Finn in that movie. Yeah. Okay. He's obviously in no. That. He's in. He is in that movie. But in this one, they don't ever have Tom Sawyer. They no. never mention Tom no. Sawyer. I think they talk about Betty, Betsy, or whatever. Oh. They bring her name up like yeah. once. I also thought it was embarrassing watching Mickey Rooney and twice you get to see him just as a woman. And he gets to that do... That stuff happens in the book. There's nothing you can do I, about it. I know okay? that, but it just, I just didn't think yes, that stuff was funny. Yes, he dresses as a girl. He's not dressed as a woman. A girl. He's dressed as a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. girl. Were you, when you were a little kid, you never put on a, 
I, 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 well, I wasn't a kid. I was a fully grown adult when I wore that dress. So never mind. <laughs> no, I, I did. So I was in theater. So I, I dressed up a couple times. Yeah, and, you and, fucking and <laughs> hypocrite. <laughs> but yeah, okay. no. I want to hear your starage on this. Oh man, okay. I actually really hated this movie. You were, like, okay. I gave it a one. Oh God, I'm gonna give it a full two and a half. Oh, okay. No, I'm not giving a four star rating. It's yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still yeah. a shitty Hawk fan no, in just, the 30s. I just thought it was really flat, really boring. It's just, it just that, I mean, yeah, I there are it boring. At all. It's one of those, it's a thing that while watching it, I'm like, boy, there's a lot happening in this movie, but there's also a lot of times where I'm just bored out of my skull. Yeah. But then periodically stuff happens and I'm, he meets the hucksters, and I, I mean, they got thrown off of a boat. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we met him. Now he's gonna go, you know, I, I could not remember at all the whole huckster storyline. Okay. Yeah, I remember that kind of. It, those guys kind of reminded me of, and probably um, they Disney took them for like in Pinocchio. They have the the two hucksters that try to get Pinocchio. Yeah, I think that's actually thing. in the Pinocchio story, though. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, but it's but it's very similar. But also, Huck, kind of if those hucksters are in the Huck Finn novel. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I mean, they this is they only really changed the murder subplot stuff and the fact they got rid of Top Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, but wow. So we really disagree. Uh, the people right. agree okay, on a movie. I'm trying to think here. Uh, it's a Wonderful World is our next movie. Okay, we're, I, I suspect we might agree on this because I'm, uh, I'm like middle of the road. So like, <laughs> well, so, no, I mean, it's like, it's going to be some of the last one. There's parts of this that I really like. So it's a Wonderful <laughs> World, um, a screwball comedy mystery film. Yes. Kind of. Well, it's I, kind of a how catch em mystery. Because yeah. you know exactly. Actually, the beginning of the movie, at, at the beginning of the movie, they like try to like, they show the murder or what yeah, happened yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you don't see who did it. And then the next scene, they basically tell you who did it. And I'm like, why <laughs> did they not just show the guy doing it? Okay, I don't understand. <laughs> so this stars uh, Claudette Colbert and James Stewart. James Stewart was just starting to become a pretty big star at this point. Yes. This is the this same... This is pre-World War II. Yeah, but this because is... Because he, he was in the war, and then after that, he became huge. Right. Well he, well, he started becoming huge right after this year, because this year, this is the same year he did Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh, okay. Which was a huge movie, and a great movie. He also did, the year before this, he was in You Can't Take It With You, directed, also directed by Frank Capra, and that one was not, uh, it won Best Picture in 38. Oh, okay. So he was a name, which is why you take a look on this, he's second building under Claudia. Right, well, Claudia Colbert, because she won Best Actress five years yeah, earlier, yeah, and she, it, um, yeah. it happened one night, which is a great screwball yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's weird, because I, I could tell by watching this, I had not. I think I've seen it happen one night, but other than that, yeah, it's really I'm good. Like, she's pretty typecast in this type of role. I yes, think. Okay. I think so too. Uh, so yes, yeah, it's a wonderful world. So uh, Jimmy Stewart plays a private detective, and one of his clients um, gets framed for murder. He um, gets arrested and gets sentenced to a year for helping him out, and his client is sentenced to the for the death penalty. So he ends up like he's on a train going to jail, and then he escapes he like takes the guy because he's handcuffed to the guy he boy he, he combination fugitives him okay, yeah because of the train and uh what jump is off it? the uh, train he, he jumps off the train with the guy commando that's kind of yeah he does jump off the train with the guy and then somehow that actually that, surprised me i was like holy shit yeah yeah I'm like wow yeah, what is he doing yeah, that was nuts and it works because it's a movie <laughs> yeah yeah no it's cool and, and then but then you know he ends up getting free of him and then you i know, mean she thinks he has murdered that guy yeah because so she comes in like she out She's in the like wilderness looking for a dog or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Her, and right? she just shows up and then she he kind of kidnaps her, but then she kind of tags along. Yeah. It's like it starts off. It's almost mutual. It's though. a little bit. It's a little sketchy. Okay, <laughs> it starts off where he has kidnapped her, but then she completely 
Stockholm Syndrome's this thing, okay? But also, she's like a he's, writer. He's trying something. to get rid of her, too, and she's like, no, yeah, I'm coming with you. After a while, <laughs> he's trying to dump her. And then, but he, well, he does dump her, and then he comes back to get her at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's trying to, so the rest of the movie, he's trying to figure out, he's like, okay, who murdered her and who I can, how I can get out of this, all that stuff. And then Claude Colbert buys it and is trying to help him, I yeah. guess. Um, and that's pretty much the movie, like, in a nutshell. Yeah, he's very misogynistic in this movie. Oh, yeah. His character is oh, absolutely. actively misogynistic right. to such a degree that we all know, okay, even, even people from the 30s have to go. He's a little much, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in this movie, so I'm a, I am love screwball comedies from the 30s. So, one of my favorite movies of all time is Bringing Up Baby. Okay. In 1938, Cary Grant. So, well, I, I saw that so long ago. It I could, so I couldn't good. tell it's you, other than the so fact that good. there's a big cat in there. And, okay. and I love it happened one night. I just love that, the genre. So, when I found out this was a screwball comedy, I'm like, this is right up my alley. And it's directed by W.S. Van Dyke, who did all the Thin Man movies. Um, okay. Thin Man films. At least the first couple. I don't know if he did all of them, but yeah, there's like twelve um, of those. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, so I was really looking forward to it, and okay, um, I don't, I don't hate this movie. Okay, good. <laughs> but I also didn't like it. It takes, I would say, like halfway through, suddenly some stuff happens, and I'm like, it's legit funny. Oh, I laughed out loud when they probably when, like six or seven times when when he puts on his disguise as like a scoutmaster. Oh, with his and, eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. like. That is one of the best disguises ever, because I couldn't tell you that was Jimmy Stewart in a no, years, right, okay? Right. But that is a hilarious scene when the, when he meets a bunch of cops, and the cops all recognize her because she's like the most famous author in the yeah, world yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. and they all want to get pictures with her, and at one point his glasses fall off, and the picture is with him without the glasses, but they don't see that because pictures aren't instantaneous. It's not. Then the, when they see the picture later, now. they're like, yeah, oh, it's him. The paper. And, and that they're, was a clever they're, scene. they're like yeah. captains. They're like captain opens the paper and screaming at him, and he goes, "But he was wearing a disguise." <laughs> it's pretty funny. Those cops are those cops are legit, like funny. So okay? the, well, the thing that actually caught me off guard in this movie is that Jimmy Stewart, one of the best American actors ever. Yeah, he's good in the movie. Generally, when you think of wholesome and nice and like great guy, well, he's not. You any think of, those of you think of Jimmy Stewart. So it threw me off that. This is the first movie where I'm like, I don't like Jimmy Stewart in this movie. Like he, I hate his, his character. character? No, no, he's keep in mind. We've seen another Jimmy Stewart movie where he plays a pretty bad person. Okay, in Bandoleros. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, we, he's still, more likable in that movie than this movie. I think well, it, that one makes it unclear whether he murdered a guy though. <laughs> so I don't know. In this day, she thinks he murdered a guy, but they make it absolutely clear that guy's fine. Okay, but, but he's a jerk. In this well, he movie. is a he is very. A, he's a huge jerk. Like, the way he like talks to her, to her. Well, yeah, the way he talks to her is and, just and like she falls for him. That always bothers me. I'm like, yeah, God damn it! I don't. You are literally the most famous author in the world. You not, can find not, a guy who isn't Jimmy Stewart. Not only did garbage. I not. By the two characters falling in love, I didn't buy the actor's chemistry. Well, here's the thing: there is no I don't chemistry think he between ever them. Fell in love with her? No, I don't think okay. he did either. She gets like infatuated with him, and by the end of it, he's like, "I guess women are too bad." That's, yeah, that's, that's, exactly. that's as good as he gets towards yeah. her. Okay? Yeah, women can be kind of okay on occasion. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he's like, I hate women. I don't. Women are no good. You know? Women are garbage. Women are all stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't he says that. Why. He said all women are stupid. Yeah, at some I don't point. know why yeah. women exist. Yeah, well, they make babies. Also, they're pretty and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, but, but yeah, but I also didn't buy the the, the actor. I, I didn't think their chemistry 
was was good together. Yeah, it's and, mostly because it's so it's so one sided. And I also it's thought con- it's irritatingly one sided. And I and I like Claudette Colbert, and it's it happened one night, but I I thought she was really shrill in this, and just kind of yeah. like her voice was just like. Aah! And There's like, like I thought she was things. annoying more than funny. I thought there are like four things in this that I legit thought were pretty funny. Oh no, there's but some then funny stuff. The, then other stuff is just like that's really that's just upsetting. Okay, and it has a really weird structure <laughs> where it has this kind of like on the road chase type movie, and it seemed like that they were trying to go for because Claudette Colbert's in it, kind of like oh let's do like a, it happened one night kind of thing. Yeah, it's a road that movie, and, and and it kind of felt like that. And then the last half hour, all of a sudden they're like oh they're in a theater troupe now. Yeah. And it's it like, was weird, and it made a, no sense, and I was not clear. I'm, I had, I was because like, they stumble upon a theater troupe, and then they're hiding out in that, and I then the rest of it, the, they're in a play. It's and... like there was like a ten minute period where I'm like, I'm, I should watch that again or something because I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how they got to actually, this point. Same, okay. same with me actually, because I'm like, <laughs> what? How this happened? Yeah, it on? was just really, <laughs> really strange. But you know, I thought some of the direction was okay. I thought, um, you know, I, I, Jim Stewart actually is good in the movie. I just didn't like his character. Yes. It, um, that's actually probably the most surprising thing is how good he is at being an unlikable person. Yeah. Because you never see him as not a like, as not a likable person you, you always in any like, other it's, movie. It's like Jimmy Stewart. Oh, this <laughs> like, is going to be, oh a, my I'm going to you know? like him in this. But the, he is in, he's in some, he's a bad guy. What's, what Western is that? Where he's legit, a terrifying bad guy. I don't know. Not Bandolero. That's in that. No. He's just like a side character. I don't know. I, don't know. I can't remember. It's and, something. So, <laughs> and then I also got a shout out because I'm a big Lauren Hardy fan. There's a character actor in this movie, Edgar Kennedy. He was one of the cops trailing him. Okay. And, and he's he's the bald guy with the clown fringe. And, and uh, I like him a lot in the movie because I've seen him in a lot of Lauren Hardy films and, and uh, Little Rascals. And he's just an awesome character actor. So it was fun watching him in the movie. The cops actually were, uh, were funny. Yeah. They were legit just like funny characters. Yeah. And they were there just for jokes they're kind of bumbling and around they, and yeah and they, no i like they them. never seemed to be like toxically stupid or bad or anything. they were stupid but they weren't toxic people okay <laughs> he's a toxic dude in this movie okay yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's an idiot okay yes. she's an idiot toxic dude but yeah and then their kiss at the end like it was just it felt yeah. unearned it, 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 it didn't feel earned. Re- it, it does not feel earned. earned. It so feels really it sounds like i hated it more than i did like i'm giving it a two i um, cause I, I, I didn't hate it. I, I, and two songs about right for me. I was just watching it and I'm like, I, there's things I liked about it. Cause I like the premise. I feel like with different actors, like I hate to go back to bringing a baby, but if you put Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn in this, I think that we would have had something. Yes. Because their chemistry would have worked. And yeah. also he can play kind of skeevy, yeah. weird, shitty guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to find out later this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so it, it's, it's okay. I was just, I was this movie was just more than bad. It was just more. Dis- I was disappointed in it. Yes, because I was really looking. Two stars sounds about right. You're going if you watch this, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna make it all the way through, and you go like, "That was fine." Yeah, and I laughed a few times. I did laugh a few times. Which I'm gonna yeah. say, I think a lot of people, younger people now, will think if I watch a comedy from the 30s, that's not gonna be funny. You're gonna laugh a couple of times. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be yeah. legit. There's some funny shit that happens right. in the movie. Right. There's also weird toxic shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think there's we're toxic shit in almost every no, movie. Thing. In every Stewart. movie because it's 1939, so we're yeah, gonna see toxic yeah, shit in yeah. all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmy Stewart can be funny. Yeah, everybody's known that. Oh yeah. So when he does funny things, you're like, okay, that's funny. It's just he always punctuates it in this movie with like, women are all sucky. I yeah. hate women. Man, boobs. I hate them. Hi, stupid. <laughs> like, Hi, stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. not Hi, good. redhead weirdo. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, in this pic, in this poster, she's redhead. Uh, did they mention it in this black and white movie? No. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's so weird when you see it. So, 
All right, next movie we picked Broadway Serenade because so this something you might not know about Tim. Your favorite genre of films are musicals. Uh, One of your favorite genres. It's probably my favorite genre. Yeah. My favorite movie of all time might be Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, wow. God damn, I love that. Oh, and me too. I only like the, and it's only because I can, I have the. Director's cut. The director's ending, which is vastly superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love Little Shop of Horrors. It's it's a wonderful movie. But also, I mean, I can watch a lot of stuff. This is a different kind. This is oh, the old school kind of musical. Backstage where, music yeah, is what they where call it. Yeah. Every time they're singing, it's because these people have jobs as singers yeah, and they yeah. sing. So, now, granted, we should fire her because she sucks. Okay? <laughs> you didn't like her singing? God, I it's hate a her. Over singing was so, so over the top it's, singing. It's the style of singing from the 30s, I think. It's just that. Oh, it's, it's almost, I've, heard some, it's almost, I've heard 30 songs. It's almost I operatic. It. I hated her. It's almost operatic. I hated every time she sang. Aww. And I also didn't understand. Okay. Okay, you can give the synopsis. That's okay. your job. Well, first of all, so we picked, it, we picked this movie because you wanted to see a musical. So, like, we got to yeah. see a oh, musical. Look at so music. Was, we haven't done a musical yet. We haven't, yeah. <laughs> so, Broadway, Broadway Serenade. And I didn't really know much about this movie. Um, I've never heard of this musical. I had never heard um, of it. So, I was just like, okay, Jeanette McDonald. I don't really know. I've heard her name, but I don't really know who she is. Um, yeah, so... This, <laughs> I want to talk about this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I liked it. Get out of here. All right. Okay. Okay. You're good. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Okay. So, <laughs> Jenna McDonald plays. So, actually, um, Lou, I can't pronounce his last name. It's Iris. Iris. Lou. I should, I, yeah, so, whatever. One thing. I don't know sorry, how to pronounce his name either. Side note here. <laughs> side note. What I am awful. I, I always have been awful at pronouncing names. So, throughout all of these podcasts. I apologize. You okay. could pronounce Ian Hunter and Frank Morgan. I okay. can't. I can't. And Lou. Jeanette McDonald. Yes. It's just Lou, whatever his name I is. A Y R E S. Yeah. Lou R E S. So they're a husband and wife team. Sorry. I'm sorry. You like this movie? I did. Confusing. I did. So they're a husband and wife team. And they were. he kind of reminded me of Red Skelton a little bit. So they're a husband and wife team. I wish. They don't know anyone. They don't know anyone. Or they don't let anyone know that they're married. Because because it might not get them hired. Because they don't want to hire couples. Because they want the... I was wondering why that was going on. Back in Hollywood. Back in showbiz back then. Even if if uh, the actress was married, the girl, the woman was married. They didn't want them to know because they wanted the audience to think that she was single. So that was kind of yes. the thing they did. Back I guess then. I figured that because yeah. at one point she's getting actively skeeved on by a dude. Yeah, and they do not make it clear that that guy who's standing next to me is my husband. Yeah. Well, then he finally <laughs> she finally tells him. Yeah, and he appropriately backs off. Yeah. Like he. So that that was the thing. At that point, I'm like, oh, that's right. They're calling her Miss. They don't know she's married because at one point I'm like, that guy's a real, I'm like, oh wait, he just thinks she's single and he just like likes her and he's kind of hitting on her in a yeah, 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 way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. But when he finds out, nope, done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I thought he was a piece of shit. He's actually not that bad. Right. Okay. And the, yeah. So what, what happens is she ends up becoming pretty successful. Like she gets, they, they both try out on a show and they're like, we'll take you. We don't want him. Okay. I'm going to give everybody a big spoiler alert. Yeah. This is just poor man star is born. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But it wasn't have the balls to end it, it like Star. It's not as depressing or anything. Yeah, because like Star is born no, no, has no. to end. It's real depressing. This is more lighthearted. This for ends sure. with fucking terror. Oh my god! You didn't like the Busby Berkeley uh, musical number? The fucking the Twilight Zone masks oh, that they're all wearing. So good. Some of them are creepy black Frank masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, and weird. they're but those but some of them can like move their yeah, mouths yeah. and they're singing. So and the only thing she's I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> when we get to the end, we'll talk. So. <laughs> Because I'm going to tell you, 
The only reason this movie has anything in my heart is the ending. It transcends so terrible that it loose background to being the best thing in the world. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 uh, so there's a lot of back and forth here um, because she's continuing her success. He's kind of like trying, he's a songwriter. And so he's trying to, yeah. you know, make it as a songwriter, but he's encouraging her. He's like, no, do it. You, you, you know, be, yes, be an he never really stops encouraging her. Oh, but no. But he gets like super jealous still eventually. Well, and, yeah. dr- and he, they're trying to tell you he's a drunk, he's a belligerent asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first time you see him punch somebody, I'm like. That guy fucking deserved it. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. That drunken piece of shit like assaulted his wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you talking about? And then he gets fired, and I'm like, uh, no, what he just did was fine. Okay, right, right. I right. mean, I'm not a big fan of punching people, but that guy fucking had a comment. Okay? Right. But they also didn't know that that was his hus- her husband either. Because yeah. Know. But who cares? He fucking yeah, yeah, basically yeah. shot that thing right at her. I'm yeah. like, okay, pow. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to me. So, um. But then eventually, like midway through the movie, they do part ways and they get a divorce because it's just not working out. And, yes. And, and he gets I, I, jealous and it gets a little mixed up because he actually thinks that his wife is seeing that one uh, financer guy that is... Because they, cause they've been on tour yeah. for a long time and he just assumes she's cheating on him. But the but financer is... is I mean, is not. The financer totally wants to get in her pants, but he's being respectful. He's like, oh, he's I'm married... We're fine. I'll bang some other bitches. Okay. And think of you. <laughs> and yes, I'll be of you. And your crooning, terrifying, screeching voice. Okay. Oh, God, so, I hated her singing. So, but but then, then it ends up, you know, they meet later on, and then he gets hired um, by the same producer, and then they kind of work together, and then it, it ends kind of happy, I guess. So I mean, it does. The last thing you see, basically, is she sees that he has showed up to the play. Yep, yep. That is a play he wrote. Yeah. Well, he wrote the music. Yeah. And yeah. then that other guy took that music, yeah. made a fucking nightmare out of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and like, holy shit. Yeah. That fucking the actual Broadway serenade at the end of it. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is the name of this. Hold on, I want to get into that in a second. Okay, but okay. so <laughs> so before we get into that, the rest of the movie. So I like Jennifer McDonald. Her singing style is not my singing style. I think I think for that singing style, I actually oh, okay. like her singing style. I, okay, because it's that operatic. Clear, it's that she can sing. It's that operatic. I just fucking hated every time she did. Yeah, okay? it's, it's this operatic singing style. So it isn't like that jazzy style. It's this operatic singing style that was very commonplace in the '30s, and I accepted it. I'm like, okay, this is the way it's going to yeah. be. Just, um, they are. They try to pawn off some of the songs he writes as being good, and then. Later on, they played again. And I'm like, is that the same song? Because I can't tell. They all sound the fucking same. Well, because, okay? well, well, they take his songs because he does more of like slow ballads and then they kind of like jazz it yeah, up to yeah. make them faster, yeah. to make them hip. That thing you do it. That's what right. they do. They think they take that thing you do yeah. and then they jazz it up yep. so that it becomes a song that doesn't suck. In this, it still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't mind the music in the movie. God, it's, 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 so, um, I don't, so I liked some of the musical numbers. I really liked in the middle of, or about the third way into the movie when she goes on her first show and they do that one song um, at the ski lodge. It's like a ski lodge thing, and they're like she's yeah. skiing, and I loved the art direction in that. I thought the way that was like a play thing. Yeah, yeah, it was her. It was her thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because because it was uh, something that they produced on Broadway. Yeah, some and of that stuff where I'm like, this would be cool if I just didn't have to the way to they okay. had like in the background. You could see like little like I don't know how they did it. Like 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 robotic. Like they had like these. 
these little skiers in yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but and that looks so cool, and I'm like, oh, that just the the effort. It's the and, kind of thing that if you saw it in a play, you'd be like, that's really cool. I, would, like, I, I thought this it was shit going on, and then she would come out, and I'd want to like, I thought it, bang, see you later. I thought it was I can't awesome. Take this anymore. I also want to say I really, really liked Frank Morgan in the movie. Frank Morgan is the producer, and you might know him. He's the Wizard of Oz. Yes, I thought he was awesome in this movie. He was. I thought he was funny. Like, he was really yeah, funny in the movie. I mean, here's the thing. This movie is, like I said, it's just a star is born. They, he gets jealous. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's drunk. He gets jealous. That weirdly, the end of the star is born happens at, like, halfway point in this movie, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she becomes famous and goes on tour and then yeah, they get yeah, back yeah. together. Because he's not dead. Because it's not star is born. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're right. Actually, a lot of the actors in this are great. Yeah. I just couldn't get past the part that periodically... No, actually, the first time you see her singing, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, this is mostly fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't know this song, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like I'm supposed to know it, or they're pawning it off, like you're, they're trying to make it feel like everybody knows this song, and I'm like, <laughs> I've never fucking heard this song before in my life, but whatever, okay. Uh, but then he writes a song, and she starts singing, and they're like just sitting in the like living room, and I'm like, I fucking hate this. I fucking hate her singing style of just over. She over sings. Yeah, so much over. She's an, it's an, it's over singing. It's one. The, there's some also some odd humor in the movie that I kind of laughed at a lot, but sometimes it didn't fit with the rest of the movie. One of them, like the, in the beginning of the movie, when they're trying to produce the show and they're and they're having a bunch of people in the room, and there's that one guy that goes up to Frank Morgan and was just like, I, "I'm the hex. I'm the evil eye." And he does that weird thing with his eye. Yeah, that, that guy was, was so weird. weird. I didn't know what was going on with that guy, and he's just sort of a, a side thing in the background. For a while? No, it was just the first 15 minutes. That was it. Yeah. And then the other weird part was when someone goes, uh, I I forgot who it was, but goes up to this big guy and asks, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to bump into you. And then he has a woman's voice. And he's like, oh, excuse me. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, that that seemed like it was out of like a a Laurel and Hardy movie. It's a completely different thing. And and you're right. That stuff, I'm like watching it. I'm like, this is legit amusing. But yeah. I had this thing in the back of my head. Yeah. I was just like, I know she's going to sing, and I fucking, I know I'm going to hate it. And that that that, okay. that really soured me to this movie. So let but me. Now we're going to talk about yeah, the end. Yeah. So let me <laughs> let me go on a little bit of history. So I don't know if you you, you had to have heard of Busby Berkeley. Yeah. So he about? is. I'm a, I'm, I'm an old man. Yeah. So he is has been known for. I mean, he started. He didn't start uh, direct. He's directed a few movies, but he's mostly known as a choreographer, and. What what you'll see in a lot of movies, especially like Forty Second Street and stuff like that, is that it'll say it was directed by someone else, but the like these three musical sequences were directed by Bussy Berkeley. So he would come in to direct these musical sequences, and he directs the last one in this movie. And he's That's very why it fe- he's, doesn't feel like the rest of the movie. No, absolutely. And and I actually kind of wish he would have directed the whole movie to be honest. Oh, I would have enjoyed it more. It was, I would have been, awesome. been that insane. Yeah. I would have loved. It so, he, but all his, all his musical numbers are crazy. Like he's the one that kind of popularized the the overhead shot. Of like the ladies like in a circle and that's, then, that's, and that's making... basically a picture of the thirties, right? Right, and <laughs> so he's like, oh, that's from the thirties. But he all, but they're always they always have weird camera work, really um, unique choreography. That's but the, that's the end of this movie. But the way it's framed is something. It's like something. It's otherworldly and it's something you've never seen. And most of his musical numbers are like that, and this is no exception. I think this. The musical number at the end, I I loved it. I think it's fantastic. It's weird as shit, 
and it that's, doesn't fit with anything in the movie. It's, it's weird. It's it's, it's total nightmare. It's nightmare fodder. It is like holy <laughs> shit. This is terrifying. I really and like I it. I love yeah, it. I really the like last it. okay, this movie is almost two hours long. Yes. You're yes. gonna sit through an hour and forty minutes, and for me, you're gonna go like, I can't believe I fucking made it. It's an hour and forty minutes. And <laughs> I then like that, the rest of the movie. And then that there. last ten minutes you're gonna be like, Holy shit. I'm so glad I sat through the rest of this movie because <laughs> this movie has taken it, it has so it is legit. I am not kidding. Yeah. It was fucking terrifying. Those <laughs> fucking masks. Yeah. Because I've seen that Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, yeah. That Twilight Zone episode has the it's which we're of. all talking about the masks episode. Yeah. Which I mean, younger people might not have ever seen it. Okay. <laughs> but there's an episode of the Twilight Zone where this rich guy in his will gives everybody a mask that they have to wear yeah. during... No, I know what you're talking yeah, about. No, I'm just describing it for the listeners. They have to wear it during the reading of the will, and they have to keep it on for like a certain amount of time. And the mask, the will legitimately says, this mask is going to make you as ugly on the outside as you are on the inside. These people were fucking eight times scarier. Yeah. They were fucking masks in here that couldn't move, but they were... Dancing with her, and the yeah. only thing, as far as I can remember, the only thing she ever sings is "Lonely Heart." Okay, <laughs> and she says it over and over and over, and I'm like, "Yes, of course she's lonely. Those people are fucking terrifying." Okay, it was so different than the rest of the movie, and ex- I thought it was exciting. It was odd. Yeah. Also, the thing I compare it to is in the movie Dumbo. This is the pink elephant sequence. It's like because if you yes. if you watch the pink, but this elephant, is supposed to be actually happening, <laughs> right? Right, but but if you watch the pink elephant sequence, you're just like it's so different from anything it else is very in the movie, the and that's kind of what this this is the pink elephant sequence this in is. this movie, and, and it's, it's just the like, end of what? the movie, yeah, because it's yeah, it's like uses his music, which I'm like, sure, I'll take your yeah, word for yeah, it. Yeah, this yeah. music is the same as all the other yeah. music in the movie, okay? But and she only sings the one line, as far as I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's dancing, and there's these terrifying monsters dancing with her. And then at one point, she also puts a mask on, and oh, it's yeah. like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening in this movie? It's so fucking scary. So, I actually, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the rest of the movie bef- uh, even before that. So I, I give this a strong three for me. I actually really oh, liked, okay. I liked, I okay. liked this movie. Okay, so. we're gonna. Uh, this is my thing. You're gonna divide this it up. movie was a half star movie. Come on, it's but not that bad. that ending I literally a adds a full star and a half. Okay, <laughs> so you give this it is two? a fucking. I'm gonna go one and a half. Let's well, add a full star. I was so bored most of the time. See, I, no, and I, I actively really hated her singing. Okay. And then that ending, I'm like, I could watch this ending every day. No, I thought that the, sk- the ski musical life. sequence I really liked a lot. Yeah, there's so. some other stuff, but it's just, I had this tension in my head where I'm like, I know what she's going to sing, I'm okay. going to fucking hate it. And I didn't okay. mind this thing. So, yeah, I guess if you if, if you're, if you don't really like that type of like. It's this thing. And I've heard, I've seen other movies from the 30s. Right. And the singing in those is fine. I just don't think they chose the right kind. Okay. Because I'm also, okay. Okay. I guarantee she could sing. But the director said, now, go crazy. Also, make sure that you're singing, but it's also like you're being scratched by cats at the same time. <laughs> and you have to sing, you have to sing so oh, loud that you can't dog. hear the, that you can't hear the cats mewing oh. at the same time. Oh, I like okay? it. <laughs> I like it. No, I think, I think this was, because this is a movie that's not really well known. And I, I, I think it should be. I think it's pretty good. It's, is it the I, best musical I've ever seen? Of course not. Okay. But I enjoyed I, it. I, I, I thought it was a fun, lighthearted musical. I haven't looked to see if that last 10 minutes is on YouTube somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it's gotta be. Fucking watch it. It's gotta be. 
because yeah. Broadway Serenade. shit, it will fucking change your. It'll I blow would, your mind. Yeah, Broadway Serenade <laughs> final musical number. I bet you it might be on. Yeah. There, so yeah. yeah. Um, our next movie. So now we we actually took a break for lunch or dinner, yeah, and then yeah. we went and came back. It's all Dead End, 1937. So these next three films were all nominated for Best Picture. These next okay. three movies. I can I can believe it for two of them. Okay. <laughs> so Dead End, 1937. So this is an older, older one because we, were, we went back to 39. I, I've heard of this movie, but then when the director, when it said who directed it, I'm like, oh, William Wyler directed this. William Wyler is one of the best filmmakers of classic Hollywood. So he, he directed um, Ben-Hur. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a okay. pretty fantastic Spoiler director. alert for this thing. This is movie i like the most okay the walls, so. okay 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 yeah no that it's no I, I i guess it's good so hey we agreed on a movie there we go it's i changed my mind <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but this is kind of an ensemble piece and it's a it shows it takes place in new york and it, is it take place in a day or one or two days i mean it's, uh, it's like a, it seems to be taking place all on the same day because yeah, at one point yeah. he does activate twice two times in yeah. one day yeah the day he gets murdered yeah yeah so slice <laughs> it's like a slice of life Yes, and it starts off with these like kind of like kids, and they're you know, and it's and it's in the slums, and and they're you know picking on each other, and they're, it's based bullying on other play. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ba- and but this is how you make a movie based on a play. I think so. The set in this is fucking mind blowing. Set, yeah, uh, yeah. That was my favorite it's, thing. Uh, it's movie, almost the art t- it almost takes place entirely in this one set. Yeah, there's like one scene inside. of I don't know. So when I when I went to Hollywood and I was looking at sound stages. I was looking and watching this movie. I'm like, what soundstage did they film this in? Because it had to have been an airport hangar. Because it was, big. It was so There's a pool involved. So even though, though in this, huge. the pool is the, the river. Dock, the, but yeah, yeah. that's fine, whatever. It was they huge. have to jump in there and So, yeah. So, um, one of the, the major plot in the movie that kind of ties everything together is Humphrey Bogart plays this gangster babyface. He's coming to his old hometown because now he's a very infamous gangster and everyone knows who he is he's in the yes that, that is sort of the main storyline but in actuality there's like eight storylines no movie. there is but i'm just saying but this they, is the one that ties everything they, together they all kind of come together yeah this but this is the kind of the main one that yeah. ties it together and then it branches off from there he comes back and he's like oh i want to visit my mom i want to see if that if my old flame is is around yes um but then he runs into another one a guy that knows him was played by joel mccree yep and and he's just like oh i remember you and your baby face and he's like but it seems like they didn't really get along even back then so yeah like well, you know they were both in the same like thug group yeah but uh Babyface went full thug and uh the other guy did not <laughs> he, he turned he, he he went straight edge okay dave wow i don't even remember his name yeah, I, I don't know if they ever really mentioned no they i don't know say, they just maybe they say dave a few times yeah i don't know but anyways but and then there's some, some love triangles going on because he's likes this one girl but then there's um uh sylvie sylvia sydney plays um, a sister of one of the uh, older sister of one of the kids. Yes, and then they kind of have a friendship. She has a friendship with Joel McCree, and, and and you find out it's mostly that they have been friends for a long time, yeah. and he knew her when she was like a kid. Yeah, and she's like falling in love with him, and he doesn't even see her that way. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, no, no, and, and that was so it wasn't as creepy <laughs> for no, sure. I mean, like they that. still get together in the end. <laughs> it's, it's still a movie, okay? But it, um, but they it it feels earned. Right, right, right. It feels earned. But then, yeah, so but then there there's stuff going on and then um then Humphrey Bogart has plans that he oh, I want to, you know, to do some criminal stuff and then 
Uh, yes. Joel McCree. Well, he kind of like teaches the kids how to go full criminal. Yeah. There's like a bunch of kids. And well, he's I like, think, oh, no, you got to do it well, this way and I this think, way. I think when he looks at the kids, he sees himself in those kids because yeah. that's probably what he that's was a, doing. It's at the that same age. neighborhood. Yeah, the exactly. same set he lived on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but then, and then there's uh, things that happen in the movie. So there's some conflict. And the, there's kind of a cool, thrilling sequence that has a conflict between Joel McCree and Humphrey Bogart, like a chase scene. Yeah. And, that, and, uh, that is, that, that's like the best action of all these seven movies. That little gunfight was, was awesome. like it was amazing, really well and done. I'm like, holy shit! And, and they're this on the rooftop, like fucking a great and then, shot. And then, uh, uh, spoiler alert: uh, Humphrey Bogart falls to his death. And I'm like, when that happened, I'm like, was that a dummy or that they just killed a guy? Yeah, okay, it looks pretty really fucking that. good. It looks really and, fucking good. And that happens an hour <laughs> of the movie. There's still half an hour after that. After yeah, that happens. yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. you know, and that's why Bogart is not the lead. No, Joel is the yeah, lead yeah. of this movie. Because Bogart's just another um, a guy of background character who gets killed. Bogart's Bogart's really good in the movie. Oh, he's great. I, everyone's pretty he's, good in the he's movie. He's so good in this movie. Um, the best in this movie yeah. is Babyface's mom. When oh, he sees her yeah. and she fucking rejects him and just yells at him yeah. and shit, and I'm like, "Holy shit, yeah, that, that was, was fucking really heartbreaking!" And I hate him, but yeah. I'm still feeling for him because his mom just fucking rejected him and said, "Get the fuck out of here, yeah. you piece of shit." Be- so because <laughs> it's William Wyler, it's super well directed. Um, the the yeah, like you said, the sets in this movie, like so, the movie opens where you see and it's it's see like the New it, York skyline. Yeah, but it's but it's, like it's nice, made. It's, it's like a painting. Yeah, but it looks great. Right, uh, and and then it pans down. It I think a, it has like multiple paintings because it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. Fade it's layered. There's so many layers yeah, in it. it. Looks, and then it it's like, like video game ish. Right. But it still looks great. And then the camera goes down, and then it goes into the set. Yeah. And then you're like, well, they built this thing. And then it like pans over to the left, and then you see this entire city street complete with. With uh, with you know, with skyscrapers and yeah, can, and, yeah. and uh, this is, fire escapes, and it's the back door of some mansion where the front door is getting worked on, so everybody's coming out the back door and it stuff. Is crazy, like, it's, I, but also the director yeah. and cinematography, yeah. they find cool angles on this same Absolutely. set. I'm like, holy to make shit. it interesting, so it doesn't I'm like look like a play. Through, I'm looking through like different slats and stuff. See, and that's what my and problem it makes was. Sense. That's what my problem was with like a very thin Willie Wilder should have directed that fucking well, movie. Well, maybe if I saw this. Before Huck fan, I would have said Huck fan's garbage. Okay. <laughs> but I saw it afterwards. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but no, I this this is really good. Um, Sylvia Sidney, who plays um the the main girl in the movie, and I'm gonna blow your mind. Do you know who? Do you know who she is? Like the actress. No. I'm gonna blow your mind. She is. My mind's ready. Here yeah. we go. God, what's her name? She is the old lady in Beetlejuice when they when they check in to the afterlife. Oh really? That's Sylvia Sydney, who has got that cigarette on it. Fifty years later, yeah. And then she was also in Mars Attacks as the crazy old lady that has the Slim Whitman records and oh, Mars wow. Attacks. I don't remember. I, I I've seen Mars Attack like okay, once, and it was it did not like it wasn't memorable to me. For right, me. right, right, right. But so, Sylvia Sydney, but so she's in that, and, and so I've never really seen her in an old movie, and she's great. I mean, she's and so that was the the the, the younger girl. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the, she, the love interest. Girl? Yeah, yeah, but not the rich love interest. No, girl. no, 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 no. She was the main love interest. The, the one, yeah, the, the one that, uh, yeah, the older that's sister. weird, because the... there's things in this movie. He basically has a love interest who's rich, yeah. and the only reason he likes her is because maybe at some point I'll get your money. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then... she likes him because he's like a handsome dude who can like work with his hands. Okay, So this was and nominated... A, one of those scummy assholes that she meets all the time. This is nominated for Best Picture, and it was also nominated for... Claire Trevor was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She's only in one scene. She plays Francie, the one that Humphrey Bogart's Old Flame. 
Okay. She was nominated. Really? Because I mean, I didn't think she was bad, but I thought his mom. Was no, right. I would have given it to her yeah. over over Claire Trevor. But yeah. I mean, it, his he sees his old flame. Yeah. She's like a sex worker now or something, right? Yeah, I like they how they... Make, they don't make it super... They don't, like, say it, but I'm like, that's exactly what's going on here. Well, especially okay. the way she reacts. You know, he's just like, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. Get a job? Get a you know, job I'm like, after you? I'm like, you fucking oh. Piece of shit? Yeah. And obviously, it was nominated for Best Art Direction, so of course. Oh, yeah. And Best sure. Cinematography. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's everything in this movie. Yeah, yeah, This yeah, movie yeah. is great. Um. So... This movie is special. Uh, the kids okay. are pretty good, too. Um, yeah, actually, they talk very, like, Hollywood gangster. Yeah. But I honestly believe in 39, they would have seen movies, and they would have talked like Hollywood gangsters. So this, okay? is, this is interesting, <laughs> and I was looking, I was going to read it right here, but it was based off the play Dead End, and they were so popular that the Dead End kids continued to make more than 60 movies under East Side Kids, Bowery Boys, I until saw something like, I'm like, I saw, like, one. I didn't see the movie. I mean, I yeah, saw, yeah. like, when I looked up this movie, I saw, like, yeah. oh, there's, like, this thing called Dead End Kids at movies? Yeah. But obviously, that they must have had different kids, because they can't make 60 movies in, like, a day. Because these kids age out of that. After no, a while. but I think I think they were like they just older. For, they do it for twenty years. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, wait, the Bowery Boys? That's yeah, them. That's them. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. I did not know because that I means I've seen some of that shit. Yeah, because so, some of that stuff was TV staples. It was. Like it was. It was. It was. The only thing for me though, I I I do think sometimes it gets a little melodramatic at some of the scenes. Yeah. Uh, so the Joel but McCree, I liked the, that melodramatic. The, the, Joel, the Joel McCree, Sylvia Sidney stuff was just, every time it went to like some of the love interest stuff with him and the rich lady, I'm just like, let's get back to the kids. Well, that was weird because every the... time I switched scenes, I was always like, engaged in all of it. What's yeah. going to happen in this scene? Because I really want, I'm interested in what the <laughs> hell is going to happen to these people. But I care about these people. But I really like <laughs> the slice of life stuff because it doesn't really have a structure of like beginning, middle, end. It, it, it goes from scene to scene where it's just like you see two people talking and then it pans over and then the kids kind of act as a bridge to scenes. Yes, they Which do. is kind of neat. I, yeah. I but really like that. still a storyline with the kids. There yeah. Actually, it starts off with a storyline where there's the fact that it all takes place in a day is a little weird because there's this new kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets fully integrated within this day. Yeah, yeah. And then he commits a crime with them. Yeah. And then... One of them rats him out. This all takes place in a day. Whatever, okay. <laughs> and then they bully that one kid. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's gonna like scar him up, and I'm like, that scene was really intense. Yeah, it was. He just... has a fucking actual knife in his hand on that kid's face. I'm like, shit, <laughs> is this gonna happen? I'm like, and then I'm like, oh wait, 1930, that's not gonna happen. But is this gonna happen? It, it might. You know, <laughs> it no. might happen. No, it's a, it's a, it, no. I give it a strong three uh, for me. Yeah, you, I might go three and a half. Yeah, no, it's, I can see I, that. This it might just mostly be because I'm looking back on these movies, and this one was. I mean, okay, I nobody hates Dark Victory, okay, but I liked it more than Dark Victory. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's dead end. Next. Yeah. Oh no, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Disagreements at Hoy. Oh, Gunga Dean, Gunga Dean. So this is an uh, George Stevens, who's he's a pretty okay, good director. Uh, let's, too. let's turn off a little thing here. You yeah, see yeah. this poster? Yeah. Who's Gunga Dean in this poster? No one. He's not in that fucking poster because this movie is called Gunga Dean. It's not about him. No, okay? not, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I mean, he's a he's a he's an afterthought. Yeah. Um. It's about three assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, two assholes and a guy who just wants to leave and they're assholes. Or <laughs> I fucking hate him. So I kind of like the assholes in this one. I so, fucking hated him. Oh, I just hated no. the fact that they treated. But that doesn't matter. Right, right, right. Okay. So Gunga Dean, so George Stevens is a, is a really great director. He directed uh, A Place in the Sun. 
Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's because I really thought he was terrible in this. The director, the director was. I think the direction's great in this movie. What? Every, there were times. There oh, were a lot of times awesome. where it would cut to somebody's reaction, and I'm like, "Is this like in a different room? Because this has such different lighting, and it completely pulls me oh, out." Oh, I really, I really. Well, like every this time direction. they did a reaction, the lighting was not just different. It literally is coming from a different direction, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "That's not the same." Learn how to make movies, you idiot, George Stevens. Well, he actually started as a cinematographer for Lauren well, Hardy films. That he should so. be better. <laughs> but Gunkity, so yeah, it's it's a pretty epic movie, like as far as the scope. I guess, like, yeah, some of the shots of like. I don't know, 300 men marching yeah, in the desert from yeah. super far away. They really, had to get, really, they didn't CG really, in those guys. Really slow ones where they're marching, and then there's action, and they're going to speed that up because we don't want to watch the action. We want to watch assholes march for 20 minutes. <laughs> Jesus that's, that's the way a lot of action was shot. They kind of oh, always sped it up. Oh, do it better. It's in, in the, okay. In the stuff. You got three three guys, and, and it's not three really. Three guys. Like, one of them is friends with a guy who apparently is Gungadine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gungadin is a is the water barrier, yeah, a water carrier, yeah. And he and he's and he also in, Indian as well. Also, so he's greedy. Yeah. Oh, Gungadin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's greedy. Once and he goes a wall. Yep. And then they all talk like he's a fucking hero at the end. You don't know a whole bunch of people died because he was a greedy <laughs> asshole, right? You know that, right? He's just a greedy asshole. You had to go rescue him, and now he's a fucking hero. Okay, stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's there, there's this cult, the, the thuggy cult, and don't and you can't convince me that Spielberg wasn't a big fan of this movie because I got so many Temple of Doom vibes from this movie. Yes, absolutely, because the thuggy cult, they got the Kali Ma, yes. Yes. all that it, stuff. It has like a thing before the opening. It says based uh, on this is a real the, thing, the, on, the people who on actual on history, level, actual history, and I'm like, and I'm like. This is going to get real offensive real fast. <laughs> this is going to get real offensive real fast. Uh, but so, but yeah, and then there's like a telegraph line and then they're like, oh, the, uh, the three men are sent to go uh, figure out how the telegraph line was cut down and then they battle a bunch of bad guys and then Cary Grant buys friends of a, you know, he, he's, he, so the whole movie is like he wants, he wants treasure. Yeah. And so... Because he's a greedy ass. I want gold. I want gold. And so he, um, Ginga Dean's like, I found gold. So they go to this this yeah. temple, and they then they go a wall. They find the they, they go a wall. They find the okay. they find the thuggy cult, and then the other guys come to rescue him. And there's big battles and stuff. So that's the kind of the premise of the movie. So yeah, Ginga Dean. So the three characters are uh, Cary Grant, Vincent McLaughlin, Vi- uh, Victor. Sorry, Victor McLaughlin, um, and uh, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Douglas Fairbanks made all these. Great silent. Oh movies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thief of Baghdad, yeah. Marcus Zorro, oh, yeah. and, and I love his movies. Really he, good. Of the three, he's the one I hated the least. Okay, except for the part where, well, okay. Most of the reason I hated the other two is he, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. He just wants to leave. Yeah, he's gonna get married. He's to gonna Joan get married. Fontaine. I'm not. I'm, I'm leaving the army. I'm yeah, because I'm getting married. Yep, to this. Yep, I'm yep, gonna yep. get married, and I want. I want to start a business with some tea stuff. Yeah, and the other two fuckers just shame him, over and over. Because he doesn't want to be in the army and murder people anymore. Yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Just fucking let him leave. They just he want a his friend. They, wanted, they don't want his friend to leave. He's, they love he's him. He's a fucking, he's got a fiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just they're like. assholes. But I I like their kind of camaraderie oh, and relationship. I fucking hate it. And their introduction, they're like in a brawl with the. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I thought that was they funny. Like threw, they were throwing people out windows. Oh, my God. And that I'm was, like. I, I was immediately, they were throwing brown people at windows. Right. Okay? Well, Cary Grant was like, that's oh, the guy so, that, cause, so these, because, well, they're mad because they sold yeah. him a, a faulty map or whatever. Yeah. So Cary Grant's going after this guy and he, 
I think it's funny when he 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 hits the guy and he's gonna throw him out the window and he's holding him by his legs. The guy's like, "Let that man go," and he just lets him go. Yes, that was funny. I can believe that that stuff. Yeah, at that point in the movie, I'm like, okay. Okay, so these are the actual characters. These are the lovable. Because it took, and that took like 10 minutes to get to those Yeah, guys. because they There's introduced. There's like a bunch of setup shit that they ignore for the next hour and a well, half. Well, okay. they, well, yeah, well, they, they set up the bad guys is what yeah. they do. Yeah, they, they set, set up, up the, the villains, they, the thuggy cult. They set up all these Indian guys, and then I'm like, so there leaves going to be a guy in brown face. I fucking know it. Yeah, oh yeah, what's well, 1939? Like, I know, but they still had, they had hundreds yeah. of actual dudes from India yeah. in this movie. Yeah. But the only one with a, well, well the no, speaking The speaking ones. Well. His son, the guy who plays his son, is another Indian guy, and he's like the second tier bad guy. He's and he's pretty good, dude. He he's pretty what, good. I gotta movie. find his name because like, I love his, him. His death is the only death that feels like holy shit. That dude's That's super him. dead. Is he now. Indian? Look at him. I don't know. Uh, he was born in Milwaukee. No, I mean, he's not. <laughs> they painted him up too. You're right. Never mind. Oh god, damn it. <laughs> but I Abner, but he but he passed better. So I his guess, name is, so his name is Abner. Bieberman and he plays the second in command of the. the uh, cult. That sucks. He was. I legit thought he was good. But I thought he might be the oh, one Indian guy. Was, he was awesome in the movie, though. Was, I really was, liked yeah, him yeah, in the movie. Yeah. I thought he was really good. So okay, is this is the guy? That's Sam Jaffe. Is Gunga Dean? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the only Indian guy in the movie. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not Indian. Well, either, he's, he's an actual brown guy. Okay, right? <laughs> no, he's not. What? I don't think so. Maybe he is. I don't know. I no, mean, that I picture makes him look like. Oh, maybe not. God no, damn, he's not. Right. God damn it! So many fuck. They have actual Indian dudes. There's hundreds of them. We can't let them speak in a Hollywood movie. <laughs> you're, you're a bad person. Austin Kennedy. <laughs> no, it's 1939. <laughs> I know, I know. No, no, ab- absolutely not wrong. To damn do. it! And then Eduardo Clang. Sion yeah, Ellie? He's, 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 he's the guru, the main he's guy. He's called Guru. I kind of liked him. <laughs> I liked him too. I like I liked uh no, I, I thought he was good. So wow, I feel bad now that I kind that I fell for it because I thought that wasn't actually There's <laughs> nobody, nobody. There were numerous Indian yeah, yeah, yeah. people, but they were all background so, nothings. The movie, uh, the first action scene when they go to the telegraph, uh, I actually really like that sequence. The when they come in and and uh uh, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. like sees you know the guru's right hand man and he's you know and he I love how he plays off he's like no my my family was taken by you know whatever they they kidnapped my five kids and and then they all swarm Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and then the music goes and he's like he starts yeah he starts there's like there's new there well there's not numerous weirdly there's like a dead period where there's like no action at all okay yeah the middle but it of the does movie, start yeah, off yeah. with some like they're like, they. The three white guys can kick twelve hundred oh people's God. asses all by themselves. When, okay. when, oh my God! It was so funny because there's like twelve of them, and Douglas Fairbanks Jr. is taking them out, and then Cary Grant walks into the room and he goes, eh, and he just starts laughing. Like he does this laugh thing, and then he's like, eh, "You're not doing a good job." I he can understand like, that at that point, you're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> these are the real characters." Yeah, I di- I didn't know who they were until now, yeah. and. And all that stuff with the map is just like dialogue. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is a bunch of shit that already happened. Okay. And I thought, like, when then when they get the dynamite, holy shit, they're blowing fucking people up. Oh yeah, there was oh, a, there was at least <laughs> one guy where yeah, the guy they, it's, it's mostly a simulation, but you see an explosion. No, no, because no, like, the guy is oh, holding the that piece, guy's dead. No, the guy <laughs> is the, the bad guy's holding dynamite, about to throw it at him, and Douglas Fairbanks shoots him. Boom! He explodes. Shoot, I'm assuming he shoots the dynamite. Yeah, he what totally yeah. shoots. That guy is exploded. It. Yes, <laughs> but also the. Second, his the the bad guy's son when yeah. he dies. 
Oh! I'm like, holy shit. That was like the most actual death I saw in this movie. It was a really... The first time I saw somebody hit by a thing that that I know killed them. It was a great shot because the camera was like following these horses and and you see like the spears, almost like a POV shot. And, yeah, 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 and and it's going and it goes and he's just like ah, and then it just you see the spear and it's like it hits him and you're like holy shit that was awesome. So my funniest, the thing that I thought was the most thing that kind of worked yeah. was Cary Grant was in prison for his obvious oh, crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, the and Gunga Din uses a uh, an elephant to break him out, and that whole Annie, elephant thing, Annie. the elephant just like runs rampage in the thing and he goes, no, what's going on? Why don't you get me out of here? And I'm like, that was pretty funny. Well, they were like, trying... That's legit well, this funny is what shit because wanted... I like that he... elephant was fucking just being an asshole. They wanted to take <laughs> that elephant, they just wanted the elephant to take the bars and take yeah. the bars off, but it just runs right it into just the runs building. Right through and goes, oh my God, I'm going to get pushed. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I'm like, Actually, the, that's elef- a, that's the elephant was shit. pretty awesome in the movie. The, the scene in yeah. the beginning of the movie with Victor McLaughlin, uh, 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 um, acting with the elephant, trying to get him to take the medicine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was but, really I mean, funny. And, right, I can see all that. It's just, I actually I'm, really I've just it. got the really sour like taste when when what's it when when Douglas Fairbanks wants to leave and they just start shaming him and then at the end they've he literally tricks him back into signing up so he <laughs> yeah, can help. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And then he stays with the army. And yeah. I'm like, uh, what, where's your wife? What's yeah. going to fucking happen there? I will say, this? I will say this. So I hate you. The one who plays uh, the wife, uh, Joan Fontaine, who she's a fantastic actress. She won, two years later, I think she wins Best Actress for Suspicion, Alfred Hitchcock. Movie. Okay. She was also in another Hitchcock movie the she next year called Rebecca. She in this movie. No, she was. <laughs> com- she's such a great actress, you literally could have had an actress. I'm trying to think. But it she's literally, only, what other women were in this movie? That was it. She's the only woman in the movie, and but I, but she was she's such a talented actress. She was wasted. You could have had yeah. anyone else. You could have had an extra in that part. Like yeah, not, there was there was yeah. She bears a thankless she, she role. Does, there's not really is not really a character. And it wouldn't have bothered me so much, but I know that it's Joan Fontaine, and I know she's a fantastic oh, yeah, actor. Yeah. If it was someone else, I wouldn't have cared as much. But I'm just if like, if it was literally cool. a person who you'd never seen before and you're never going to see again, you're right. like, whatever. It's like putting Betty Davis in that part. It was, it would be it was such a waste. Well, if Betty Davis was in it, the movie would have been <laughs> Betty Davis's character. Because she would have. So no, I actually she, she would have talked like crazy. I think <laughs> I think this is obviously problematic. 1939, a lot of stuff. Yes, going on yes, yes, yes. But I thought it was a rousing, epic, fun adventure. Okay, that is. Definitely has was a huge. I mean, think about this. There's at the action movies at this point. There's just pretty much war movies and westerns. And yes, at this time in 1939, this probably was one of the biggest action movies that anyone this has ever seen. A war movie, though, right? But I'm mean, someone probably saw this and was just like, what? "This." I mean, I bet you there are people that saw this movie in 1939 and said, "This is the best action movie I've ever seen." I can. That's what I was watching. I'm like, Boy, so looking I'm at spoiled. looking at that, I'm point, spoiled because. Right. I but here's the thing I literally just watched Dead End and there's like one real action yeah, scene that, in that, and that, I'm that, like that's uh, good. that was good it's that action scene was fucking spectacular that's pretty self contained the action in this scene. is just like oh I think it's good it's like the elephant thing and some of it can be kind of cool the stuff that really bothers me because that's me yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. way I am yeah, okay yeah, 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 yeah. I hated them shaming him I hated that Cary Grant and Gunga both uh, they a- they a- go a wall yeah. to go find some gold. The other people have to save them. The entire fucking army shows up to save them. And then Gunga Din is a hero because he found a fucking bugle and blew a horn. And I'm like, you're only there because he's a shit. fucking AWOL asshole. Okay. <laughs> but in the actual in the actual poem, he's he's more like a medic. He's like what Gunga Gunga is a hero, but he's actually a hero. Yeah. He's actually like say he's yeah, like yeah, saving yeah. people's lives. Yeah. In this, 
there are just pe- a bunch of people dead because of him. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's loosely thing. based on the poem. It's like it has really yeah, nothing to very, do. Yeah, very, very loosely. And then yeah. they even have Rudyard Kipling as a character at the end of the movie. He shows up. I oh, is he the guy who did the speech or something? Yeah, at the end. And they said, "Hey, Mr. Kipling." That's why I'm going to super pronounce it Gunga Dean because these <laughs> fuckers are doing it wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. That one scene when um, the guru's giving his speech to his men, and he's like, kill for the sake of killing. Kill for the sake yeah. of killing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say he, kill, was, kill, I'm not gonna say he like, wasn't oh, good so in the good. role. Yeah. And I also like, you're right, it's 1939. It's not going to be broad-faced. There's nothing I can do about no, it. No, okay? no, right. And I'm and, just actually kind of sadder now because I thought there wasn't as much brown-faced. Oh, and I'm like, it all oh, is. every speaking brown person <laughs> was a brown-faced person. That is annoying. Okay? No, I, uh, I, no, but I. Gunga Dean was just I think they just did him dirty in this movie. He was a doofus. Yeah, he was an absolute yeah, fucking yeah. doofus. And when he gets that bugle, which apparently he found an English bugle, an English army bugle <laughs> on one of the Indian guys, and I'm like, I guess they were colonies, so I guess they might have that. And then it is forever. He like climbs up this thing, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. is taking the rest of my fucking life. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then and, he and he's bugle. gonna get to the yeah, top. Yeah. It's a bugle. You don't have to get to the top or anything. The reason you use a bugle is they're fucking loud. Just fucking use the bugle, you idiot. <laughs> but uh, we have to do it so, we, so everybody knows it was you, so we can all talk about how much of a fucking hero you are for not getting as many people killed as you were going to get killed. So oh, I love that crossing stupid. the bridge sequence, too, when you're crossing the bridge. Well, the crossing the bridge was funny, and the elephant was funny in that, were, too, because the elephant's, like, trying to come, and, and I'm like, Grant, oh, my God, the elephant's going to get Well, Grant's reaction is just, he does this, whoa! And I'm yeah. like, yeah. In the big end fight, there's a whole bunch of people get on that bridge. And oh, it, yeah. And then they're all surprised when they get killed, and I'm like, no, get off the bridge, you morons! I'm really... <laughs> course, so it's a rope bridge, a, you're all going to die! I'm a big Cary Grant fan. We reviewed him in, what, Operation Petticoat, I think, and... uh you're right. Um, that bridge means Temple of Doom. Yeah, absolutely. Temple absolutely. of Doom is a remake of this movie. Oh, okay. there is definitely things. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely things in this that are borrowed from this movie. I think. Yeah. Um, but I really like Cary Grant in this movie, and it's weird because I used you usually see him in these screwball comedy roles where. And but he's still doing his same stuff. Like he'll do his like oh reactions and yeah. his wide eyed thing. But he's kind of a movie. piece of shit. Oh, but because it's Cary Grant, I didn't care. Like I would say, I just it if, bothered if, me if, so much the way they. If we're gonna have the everybody. battle, if we're gonna have the battle of the pieces of shit, I would take him over Jim Stewart. In, oh, and in, in it's a wonderful world because he's literally calling you're a jerk. Yes, you know. <laughs> I can. Yes, these are more Weirdly, lovable they're jerks. Both, I thought. In the, in, he was the funniest thing in this movie. In the stuff where he was supposed to be funny, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. Cary Grant, he's legit he's funny. Okay. And so the other guy, Victor. McLaughlin, he's known like, and he's if you watch any John Wayne movie from the forties, he's in it, and he and Victor McLaughlin, he's the older guy, the older of the three friends, he's the older guy. He's always drinking, he's always drunk, he's always getting into brawls in all his movies. In fact, the movie The Quiet Man with John Wayne, um, the big scene at the end where he's fighting the guys, he's fighting Victor McLaughlin for fifteen minutes. They're having a fist fight around town, drinking um, at, at the end of The Quiet Man. And so Victor McLaughlin is known for that. So I thought he was funny in this movie. I really liked him. So, and his, oh, you're going to love this. So his son became a filmmaker, Andrew McLaughlin, and he directed Bandolero. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, all, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the crossovers. Yeah. All the crazy crossovers we got. Which we reviewed on um, yeah. the uh, second episode. So, um, okay. What, what are you I, giving this? I'm a three and a half. I okay. really like okay. this movie. Here's I think thing. it's so fun. Fun, epic the, action movie. The, every every time they did that reaction shot, and it was obviously a different day, or the lighting yeah. was just, I'm like, this has to be, the only reason this looks this bad 
it has to be intentional, and I don't know why. <laughs> because it's just every action yeah, shot was so, so fucking off. And so, <laughs> also, they didn't have the balls. In the end, Cary Grant literally gets bayoneted. And I'm like, oh shit, they killed him. No, this, they didn't. This yeah, is going to move it up? No, no, he's fine. <laughs> totally fine. Well, he's laying on, on... I mean, he's like laying in a bed later. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's as yeah, bad yeah, as he yeah. is. And I'm like, oh, so the only one that doesn't die is literally the reason this all happened. Okay? <laughs> okay. There is some stuff in this. That's kind of funny. But by the end of it, I had I was so sick and tired of watching this movie. Okay. Because okay. the action in it... Now, granted, I was like knowing, and I'm like, this... I'm spoiled. Sometimes you watch like an action movie, yeah. even stuff like we watched uh, that uh, puppet on a chain. Yeah, and there's that chase, that boat at the chase. End, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. holy shit, this holds up for right now. Yeah, 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 that yeah. that thing was awesome. Yeah, the elephant was funny. Some of the stuff <laughs> Cary Grant does was funny. Yeah, I hated the big guy. What's his name? V- Victor McLaughlin. Victor, yeah. I hated him every time he was on the screen. I fucking hated him because he was just a piece of garbage, <laughs> and he treated his friends badly, and he would act. He's just a big brute. Oh, God, he was just a bully. Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Oh, and Douglas Fairbanks Jr. was the most likable of the bunch, and he gets completely bamboozled. We're literally, I'm not going to let you help me save our friend's life until you sign this paper. That, what a fucking, Victor McLaughlin is a piece of shit. According okay? according to um, some stuff that I've been reading, uh, D- Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and Cary Grant, um, originally they, they swapped roles. So the, it was originally Cary Grant was going to be the Douglas Fairbanks Jr. character. Okay. So they switched before the movie started. I'm trying to think. So Cary Grant would have been the one getting married. Yeah. Which, which makes sense. I think is, I think that's why because the heartthrobs of this movie. Right. All right. three of them are like handsome heartthrobs. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah, yeah. So maybe not Vincent because they talk about how ugly he is, Victor McLeod. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> if you've met him on the street, and you're like, well, it's like the third best looking guy I've seen today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was your what was your star rating on this one? A three and a half out of four for me because that's just yeah. that was entertaining. Boy. While looking fun, you had looking. you had seen it before. I had never. I have seen, seen it, it before. before, and I I liked it even better this just, time actually. So okay, because of my predisposition yeah. to yep, hate yep, yep, yep. annoying people, but there was some amusing stuff. One and a half. Wow! Going, Holy I, cow! I actively by the end of this, I'm like, I'm glad this movie's over because I fuck, <laughs> especially the end of it. The end of it really annoyed me because everything everybody did was just like, what the fuck? Who wrote this? This is all stupid. It's all dumb and annoying. <laughs> We got one more movie. We got one more movie. It's Dark, called Dark Victory. It's Dark universally Victory. praised. It is universally praised. Nominated for Best Picture. Uh, Betty Davis nominated for Best Actress. This was so. This was yeah. Right. Granted, any of these nominations meaningless nonsense right, because right, Gone right. with the Wind just fucking said I'm going to win everything. Right. Gone with the Wind was nominated for Best Picture too. <laughs> I'm so win Betty Davis. This was so at this point. So I think from 1938, 39, 40, 41, and 42, she was nominated for Best Actress five years in a row. <laughs> but she didn't win. She won like once. She won in uh, 1935 for Dangerous. So and for movie oh, she Dangerous. did. Oh, yeah. or before all this. Before okay. all this. Oh, okay. But so yeah. But I had the only other time I had seen a movie with her was uh, Baby Jane. Oh, oh, whatever she, happened. To be, yeah. She was nominated for that too. Oh, she's yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. amazing in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, she's great, better great. in that than I think she is in this, and oh, she's really yeah. good in this. Yeah. But I think, but she's acting in this. Yeah. is the whole problem. Is I mean, she's good in this, but every time she's on, like, she's fucking acting. It's like it's really hard to not go like. No, well, I was. She's good at it, but she's very much acting. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Dark Victory melodrama. Yeah, super melodramatic. <laughs> super melodramatic. This movie is what an hour and f- an hour. Uh, it's an, forty it's, forty four minutes. It's an hour yeah. and forty four minutes. Three movies worth of shit happens in this movie. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, maybe this is like this is the seventh movie. But halfway through this movie, I'm like, 
it's strange, but I wish this movie was longer because sometimes she just turns on a fucking dime. <laughs> okay, her character yeah. is like, uh, what happened? Now she's fine with it? What the, what just yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so <laughs> Betty Davis plays Judy, who is a socialite. She doesn't have to work. She's in yeah, the money. She's yeah. in money. Your family's she's in money. She's super whatever. rich. She's got fucking yeah. servants. And she, she, uh. Although, here's the thing. Of all the movies we've seen where there's a rich person, you're supposed yeah, to feel yeah. bad for him. Okay, I let you feel bad for her. Yeah, yeah. So she, she's not having a good time. The least time, worse. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So she other but, people get to live through the movie. <laughs> so she like she likes riding horses. She likes fast cars. She likes yeah. to drink. She likes to smoke. And did you? Okay, but you, you you had never seen this. No, no, no. How much did you know about this movie? Going Nothing. In? I didn't know what it was about. No, I don't know either. I didn't, I didn't know, know anything. Either. Going in the beginning, it's called Dark Victory. She gets on a horse. And I'm like, is that horse's name Dark Victory? I don't know. Is this movie about a horse? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't okay. know what's going on. And it doesn't take that long. About nine minutes into the movie, she uh, has two accidents. So she has yeah. she has an accident where she falls. Uh, like she's seeing double. She's like double vision yep, on the and horse. Then, and the horse. And she crashes with the horse. Then she's like, I'm okay. And then falls down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Then, I wasn't. Okay. When they showed her on the horse, I was like, they did a good job. Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not Betty Davis. Right. But it could have been Betty no, Davis. No, I, I agree. Okay. There was some <laughs> shots. Well, they sped it up too. So maybe it could have been yeah, her. Yeah. And they sped up some but of the shots. But also there's like, I mean, she. That might be Betty Davis. I don't. I'm almost positive it's not because yeah, at one point I, she falls over and a horse lands on well, her. That, and I don't think they're going to let that, that happen to Betty Davis. I want to say I mean, maybe a couple of those shots are water. They might have been. been. I mean, it I guess. Been her. Yeah, it could have been. The power of magic movies. They don't really show the horse falling on her. I no, guess. no, they no. Show no, the no. aftermath of the horse being lying on right, her. Right, right. She goes and she meets she, this doctor Frederick Steele, played by George Brent, and they um, discover that she's got kind of got like a tumor. Yeah. Right. And okay, th- okay. Uh, uh, just to mention, yeah, yeah. my little brother died from a brain tumor. Oh. So when that happened in the movie, I'm like, oh, oh uh, I have to try to dispatch yeah. my brain to some yeah. degree to, to rank this movie in any way and right. not just go like, wrong, 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 oh. wrong, wrong, oh, wrong. Oh, everything. Which yeah, by yeah. the end of it, it's like, okay, that's just wrong. That's not what brain <laughs> That's just dumb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I'm like, we're watching this for Betty Davis. Right, okay? right, right, right. And so, <laughs> but, and then um, there's a, she has a really good uh, relationship with her. Assistant, secretary, whatever. Yeah, it is. like best. She just calls her a best friend. Right, I don't right, know right, who right, she right. is. Best friend. And Another rich lady. And okay. played by <laughs> Geraldine Fitzgerald. Um, yeah. Who is pretty good, actually, in the movie. She's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we're like 10 minutes in. I'm like, oh, there's Ronald Reagan. I didn't know he was in the movie. <laughs> I didn't know he was in the <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan's in the and movie. He, he was just someone that just kind of leased like around a, the family. I, was, he, was he? I thought he was her brother. Brother? But I guess not. No, he's got a different last name. He was like a friend. He was just a friend. He was a drunk friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was gonna, and he was Very he, drunk friend. He's fine in the movie. He's, I mean, he barely has anything. No, yeah. no. He, he just have... has to be drunk and then periodically say words. But the I'm main like, focus sure. is the relationship <laughs> between Betty Davis and uh, Frederick Steele, the doctor. Because the doctor was like, he's all ready to, like, I'm going to quit being a brain surgeon. I'm not doing it anymore. Yes. Going to Vermont. But then he meets Betty Davis and is like, um, yeah, I'm going to try to help. And then finds out that after surgery, still going to die. Has a year to live. And you know that she's going to die real quick because she's going to go blind right before she dies. Well, they don't really mention that stuff until after the surgery. Right, right, and then right. right. They That's say, what I mean. yeah, yeah, Oh, she still has it. But we all know. Here's the, here's the thing. Oh. She's going to. They she don't has, tell her. She has like a year. And then like two hours before she dies, she's going to go blind and go crazy. Right, right, And right. I'm like, uh, what? Like two hours before? That's not a brain, the, the brain tumor explode? What the hell happened? I don't understand. But whatever. It's mostly at that point we know. And she doesn't. Because also, I don't uh, think that's the, legal. I don't yeah, think you the can doctor, not tell. The doctor's like, "Don't tell her. Don't tell we her." We want her to be happy. And also, I'm sitting there like, uh, 
that doctor should be just should be fucking kicked out of doctors. He's right. fucking terrible at being a doctor. Right, right, right. Okay, and, but, and, but then they, and then they then but then she falls and they fall in love with each other as well. Yes, and, and then, then right after that she finds out. <laughs> right, and then she she leaves. This is him. where prognosis negative comes from. Oh, right. holy shit! Do they ever start saying the words prognosis negative over and over, <laughs> and, over <laughs> and over and over? And I'm not prognosis. And she comes out of the room and she's like talking to the what nurse. What does prognosis what mean? What does prognosis mean? What does negative mean? I'm like, you know what negative means, moron. <laughs> Maybe you don't know what prognosis means, but you know what negative means, okay? You fucking idiot. <laughs> um, you know, she forgives them, and then they fall in love, and they get married yes. or whatever. And then, it's, there's so then much. Two to, dogs. So much then, turning on a dime in this movie. It is. Because when, okay, here, here's Should have been a miniseries. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. It was in so the, quick. In the beginning of it, oh, I'm like... I have to. I'm like. Okay, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I have in the to get of the movie. used to the acting in this movie, okay? Because Betty Davis has her own style, at least at this point, and it is Atlantic dialect yeah. to the extreme, yeah. and then also just saying stuff, okay? I'm gonna be a horrible bitch over and over, <laughs> over and over. I'm a real hoity-toity monster. So, and then, oh but, but then, but then she goes to the doctor. Yeah, and yeah. that thing where he goes like Sherlock Holmesian. Yeah, and he's like sees the moment he sees her, he's like, I have to fucking work on this one. Yeah, because she's got a problem. And then he's like doing stuff, and yeah. it's like this movie's. I think this movie might be really good. <laughs> I mean, it's he goes first Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of gets ruined in the end. Yeah, because he doesn't have any of the Sherlock Holmes power at the end of the movie. No, and I'm like, okay, but I'm like, maybe he must know. So he must know at the end that he's leaving. Okay? Right, right. So, she, <laughs> but so the movie starts I, like the first ten minutes of the movie or five minutes of the movie. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Because I have it, no it's idea. It's so fast. It's so fast. It, it happens. She wakes up. And she starts just talking, and then characters are talking, yeah, blah, 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 and blah, then blah, blah, blah. goes and outside, like, and then Humphrey Bogart shows up and gets on a speeding car, and they're driving. Actually, I think you actually see Humphrey Bogart before you see anybody else in this movie. Yeah. It opens with Humphrey oh, Bogart, right, right, and I'm right, like, right, right. I thought this was, my, am I confused? I thought this was a Betty Davis yeah. movie. How Humphrey Bogart But there's this a movie. scene where she's <laughs> driving, and the screen projection background is oh, like oh my god her driving her <laughs> fake driving is the worst fake driving in the history of but movies then, woo, 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 but then like is this no but is then this like dynamite what the fuck's happening but in this then movie? they pass humphrey bogart <laughs> humphrey bogart is like the horse trainer or whatever and a horse he hops on he the hops car on, as it's which driving is a completely separate scene and, and then it, he, and is legit and then if you watch the oh, background god, when he's on there so fucking hokey he's driving but the thing is it's it's like crazy driving, and he should be hanging out for his oh, life. Oh God! He's just kind she's, of she's zipping along at hundred miles per hour. But he's, he's just, just like holding a conversation while sitting <laughs> side, and I'm like, "You're all dead." This is fucking terrifying. I couldn't take any of that seriously. No, no. But luckily, it never happens again. And I was like, that, "This, this stuff, is yeah, going to yeah. happen a bunch, and it's going to be hilarious every time." So, and I'm only going to like this movie because of how fucking. But then she gets it. on the horse, and then boom, she falls, and I'm just like. All this stuff happens in nine minutes, and I'm like, I wish that would have happened a half an hour into the movie because I, at that point, I wasn't caring because I didn't know about any of the characters. Correct. I didn't care. That, you know, but was, like I said, it happened this so This movie quick. is under two hours, and five hours worth of shit has to happen in this movie. Yes. Because she gets she first she gets sick. Okay. Yeah. She has two accidents in the span of like five minutes. Yeah. She gets diagnosed in the next ten minutes. She has but the a, diagnosis she has scene a was like fifteen surgery. minutes long, though. She has a brain surgery yeah. off scene. Oh yeah. And yeah. then you have to like figure out, oh, the surgery already happened. They do not make that clear no, for a while. No, okay. not at all. No, no, okay. no, no. But they, you're like, oh, I guess the surgery already happened. 
And she like mentions her hair, and you go, "We cut like a couple inches off." But she wears like a hat, so you can right, have a right, fucking right, towel. Right, right, right. I'm like, "I guess she had brain surgery." Totally realistic. They don't shave half. They don't shave your head just for the hell of it. Because so, it's a fucking brain surgery. Just wear a wig from now on, lady. That's what you're fucking stuck with. Okay? I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen um uh, Betty Davis in that many movies, but yeah, I've seen her in probably like maybe half a dozen, and. No, I've seen her in Petrified, Petrified Forest with Alto Humphrey Bogart in 1936. Okay. I was um all this in Heaven Two, which I think is really good. So I think she's a great actress. She's weirdly a version of amazing in this, but also I think it's I she's, don't. She's really good in a movie that actually, in the long run, I'm like I don't think this movie's really a, that good. I she's actually really good in it. So I actually <laughs> didn't like the movie. Um, okay. I and and a lot of it had to do with. So I think it's a well put together as far as just it looks good. It's a good-looking look good. movie. It's it it's looks, you know, it Ed, Edmund Golding directed it. Except for that it. back stuff. No, right. <laughs> but like most Except of that driving scene, most which of, is hilariously not good. But okay. the, the direction, <laughs> the direction is actually most of the part pretty most for the most part pretty good. Betty Davis. Now I've seen her in movies, and uh, you know you, you 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 know if you haven't seen her in this much, you see this and be like, oh, this is just her style. She just overacts, and she's just actually I've seen her in movies where she. Puts in a sustained performance. I, yeah, like I said, I've seen Baby Jane, and in that she is so she's terrifying because she's suppo- she's the bad guy in that movie. But she's even fucking terrifying. But even a year later, she is a lot more subdued in this in okay. the movie. All this in heaven too, and okay. but this movie, she's just overdoes it and just and I and I think it was half her character and half her performance where she is just talking about nothing. She's like, oh, and she's just so over eager. On everything, yeah. and I think her character is just written that way. But she also amps it up to like fifteen, yeah, out of ten. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, oh, look at this over here. Yeah. And it, I think it's a lot of it is we have to get this movie made, and you're going to have to do all these things, and we can't make this scene take oh, twenty minutes. Also, We're going to do this twenty minute scene in five minutes. Every, go. <laughs> everybody in this movie talks super fucking fast. Oh, super fast. And, Super fast. But the thing is, so I've seen movies, so there's a movie called... Uh, it took me 10 minutes, like I said, yeah. to get used to it. And I'm like, okay, I just have to fully concentrate so in 19, or I'm going to miss something. 1940, okay. there's a movie called His Girl Friday. And I read somewhere that that is, has one of the fastest dialogue in the movie. Yeah. That's a screwball comedy. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind fast dialogue in a screwball comedy. I feel like in a drama about a brain tumor... I don't feel like they should be talking like they're in a screwball comedy. No. I think they, they, they it, need to slow right. for me, for my money, I think it should have been slowed down. It's just yeah. way too fast. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? I was really confused half the movie, what was happening. I think that it's literally the second half of this movie. If somebody because here's the thing, when they mentioned brain surgery in 1939, I'm like, that's fucking useless garbage. It's 1939. Nobody <laughs> surgery in 1939. That was fucking dumb. Okay? Right, 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 right. So they literally could have skipped to a point where the doctor finds out she only has a year to live. Yeah. Okay. We and but they're going to say, well, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's fine. They could skip to like the halfway point of this movie yeah. after the post surgery and stuff like that. <laughs> but granted, the yeah. doctor then has to tell her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the doctor is there's this like there's like a half hour of this movie where the doctor and her friend know this secret. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they aren't telling. And at this point also, she's in love with him. And I also get this feeling like he's willing to marry her because he knows I'll just do this to make her happy because she'll be dead soon. Okay. I kept, I kept waiting for <laughs> I kept like, waiting for the do- I kept waiting for the doctor and her friend to have an affair. I expected it too. I was kind of waiting. It, and here's the thing. Actually, here's the strongest part of this movie. Yeah. Right at the end. Yeah. When she actually does the blindness. Yeah. Okay. And then she's trying to keep that secret from the doctor. I'm like, okay, the doctor fucking knows. 
the doctor's <laughs> fucking Sherlock Holmes doctor. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he knows immediately. Yeah. He has to know. Yeah. And she's trying to talk him to go on this trip without her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he does it. And I'm like, I think it's merely because he knows it's happening. And he's just like, oh, what am I going to do? I can't do anything. Well, I'll just fucking leave. Well, he tells okay? his friend to leave and she just runs out on the road. Yeah, or yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Here's the thing. The thing that actually got me the most in this movie yeah. was literally right at the end where she gets in the bed. Yeah. And then it's like slowly fades and it just says the end. We have, we're never going to know what's going to happen at the end. What happens to anybody else? Because fuck them. The main character's dead. Who gives a shit about the world? Yeah. And I'm like, that's the way it should be in all these fucking movies. Yeah. Other movies will then say, and then we're going to show reactions to other people to this. And then they'll have the funeral. Like, fuck, you. And... fuck you. She's dead. She doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah. No, I, I, the, that, that last shot when she lays down and then they cover her up and then it just does that fade out of her close up of her face. Really good. Yeah. Like, and she that's is, a great, and she's, a great and she's talking slower for yeah. like the last half hour. Yeah. When they're married and yeah. they're living in the woods. It's much more like, you know something? The rest of this movie was a little bit weird. But this part of the movie, where they are just basically mm-hmm. living in denial, yeah. this this is the best part of this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. This is the reason she got nominated. It has nothing to do with the part where she was talking like a fucking salesman. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so I was actually, I was kind of let down and surprised that I didn't like the movie. I, yeah. was, I was kind of like, oh, because I've heard really good things about it. Really good melodrama. and And I like a good melodrama. Like... A movie that, like I said, I keep going back to it, but All This in Heaven 2 is a great melodrama that was after this movie, and it's I think it's really well done. And I actually, as far as melodrama, I know you didn't like it, um, but I like Marilyn better than this. I like Marilyn as a melodrama. Um, okay, I'm actually going to say, very possibly, I like the acting in Marilyn better than yeah. this, except for the last half hour, okay? Oh, okay. Where yeah. they're all living in denial. And in, they all this know movie, this is going to yeah. happen, yeah. But, up in, but that first hour of this movie... And I'm like, holy shit, she just, like, changes her mind mid-scene, yeah. like, 12 times, okay? Because when <laughs> but that's she... a character. That's her character. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But, but, it, it's, but, it, but it's, it's, like but, I said, it's 50-50. It's like her performance, because she oversells her performance, I think, yes. a little bit. And and Betty Davis is great, and she looks great. She's super beautiful in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, She's amazing. She, she reminds me of, like, her look. Like, she looks like Susan Sarandon a little bit. She when I was watching, because she kind of has well, the, that the mo- same kind of, like, bags on her eyes. Like This a is bit, the like, one of the weird black and white movie things. Because at one point, when she meets the doctor, yeah. and he's, like, looking at her eyes to see the stuff, she brings up, I hear they're a really good color. And I'm like, black and white movie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? I can't see your fucking color your eyes. You talk about how good they, they how about you have Betty Davis' eyes, sure. Betty but Davis' eyes. don't talk eyes. about the fucking yeah. color of your eyes. <laughs> I have no idea what the color your eyes are. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, people at that point were like, um, almost all movies are black and white. Okay, <laughs> so we're, if we're gonna bring up color, we're just gonna fucking. Except for Gone with the Wind that came out this year was color. Well, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Wizard Gone of with the Wizard of Oz was yeah, yeah. color. I mean, yeah. a few years earlier, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was color. Oh yeah, so, and then Gone with Travels this year. Like, yeah, so there's plenty of color movies. Yeah, none of the seven we watched. No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually, I, I might surprise you. I'm, I'm a one and a half on it, to be honest. I don't think okay, it'll go that low. Here's but. the problem. Here's my thing. Yeah, yeah. I knew the moment she got diagnosed, they never actually say the word tumor. No. But they say the like medical term for what it. What is basically. it? Mel- gl- glioma? Yeah, something like glioma, that. And I'm like, glioma, oh, she brain got a fucking tumor, brain tumor? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, how do I watch this movie? Yeah. I knew. I'm like, holy shit. I did not know about a brain tumor in this fucking movie. Yeah. How do I watch and judge this movie? I literally have to figure out a way to watch this <laughs> or I don't just like start crying every 20 minutes. Right, okay? right, right. And luckily, the movie in it, they're all so fucking weird. 
it's like okay i'm not gonna cry because nothing feels real <laughs> and then the last half the last, hour I'm it, like, it is kind of it was really sad i yeah. lived three i lived for like three years where it was basically we all just lived in denial and oh. because we all knew he was gonna yeah, die that's true but and so i'm like jesus christ this is fucking miserable <laughs> but also it's obviously the best part of this fucking movie yeah the, the, the <laughs> so last, i do the not last know shot. so it's weirdly most even though i do know about the rest of the movie yeah. it's still in my head the yeah. weird stuff where yeah. she would like yeah. literally be like no i'm not gonna do that and then be like then she would sit down and just fucking do it and it would be like be, be perfectly fine and i'm like <laughs> what the fuck she's a psycho she's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah but then i'm like oh she has brain tumor maybe that turned her into a psycho i don't know so i honestly am going to have to say i, I i'm gonna to have to cheat and just say i can't rate this movie oh that's fine i can't no, rate this one. no it's that's fine no i'm literally sorry no that's okay it's okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, buddy. I'm having real fucking issues just thinking about this yeah. movie. Fuck you, Benny Davis, <laughs> and your shitty, <laughs> shitty weird acting. No, you don't. No, you don't have to read it. But uh, yeah, no, I give it. A, I give it a one and a half. So. God damn it! I it's, it's a beautiful I, movie. I, I knew we were going to talk about this movie, and I'm like, well, whatever. Let's talk about it. I'm like, oh no, I got to talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, I was, honestly was, have no way. I literally yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. saw this movie 15 years ago, I probably could have rated it. But I'm like, I have yeah, no yeah. fucking. I, I can't even think. Right. I have no. I no idea how to think about this movie. I no. did not expect a fucking brain tumor movie in the middle of a fucking movie. God damn you. God damn you, Austin Kennedy. <laughs> that's me. No, no. So that's Dark Victory. Um, last movie. So best movie that we watched. Oh, it was Dark Dead End. Dead End? E- even, I'm guaranteeing, yeah. I would have given Dead End a higher rating than this if I could rate this. Just oh. because it's a better yeah, yeah, acted, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. a better I get shot movie. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. this thing yeah. is not badly shot. Yeah. But I'll tell you, that driving scene is so fucking terrible. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, this fucking <laughs> holy shit! Oh my god, this. I think that all happens before the brain tumor shit. So I'm right, like, right, oh right. my god, what the fuck? I hope this happens more because this is fucking entertaining. <laughs> oh no, so you're, this movie's you're, not entertaining at all. So you're gonna you're gonna hate me because. Gungadin's my favorite of the of the movie. Oh, that's so fine. That's I, 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 but, uh, I already hated you, Austin. But, that's I, fine. but I will say, but but uh, yeah, Dead End. I highly recommend Dead End. And I also Dead End is just on YouTube. Yeah, for fucking free, just watch. Dead, Dead End, End is great. Okay? And then I I I still I I did like Marilyn and Broadway Serenade too. Oh, the sequence in the end sequence of Broadway Serenade. Yes. Definitely recommend that. I, I would if that's on YouTube. Watch your ten minutes of that, and then rewatch it, and then watch it again. You're like, right? How can this be? And then also go like, uh, the rest of the movie is nothing like this. Okay, granted, she sings like that. I call mm-hmm. she only sings like literally two words in that whole fucking Broadway serenade. It's really weird. She's the star of this fucking play. Whatever. Okay, so, she sang two words over and over. Best. Also, Lonely Heart. I don't understand it. What's the story of this fucking play? Okay, <laughs> well, whatever. Okay? What's the best performance? Of the movie, that's this is a tough uh, one. No, the best performance is his mother in Dead End. Oh, for supporting, yeah, yeah. Well, best well, supporting, any best lead? lead. Is there a lead in Dead End? I don't know. Uh, best lead. It's really hard because I can't best think of lead. I'm actually probably. I'm probably. It might be the last half hour. All <laughs> oh, right, Dark Dark victory. victory. It might. Yeah. It's just that the first hour of it is so weird, and she's not bad. Like I said, ten minutes in, I'm like, I have to get used to this weird thing that's happening in front of me, and get past the fact that I. Th- suspect they have said we have to get to a point in this movie so that with the plot can start yeah but we're gonna go 10 minutes fast forward baby yeah zoom, 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 zoom. 12 things have to happen Th- okay. three uh, for me i actually i might give it to charles uh boyer for boyer for Marilyn. i really yeah liked him. i really liked him in the movie i thought he was really I can good believe that. for lead for supporting i'm gonna give it to bogart for dead end 
Like, oh, um, I've given it to Bogart's mother. In but, yeah, supporting. I guess I would. Bogart's not. Bo, Bo, I would Bogart's so, great. Actually, I might actually give it to Bogart as lead. As lead, he's kind because of he's he's as much a lead as anybody in that movie. I guess you know so. I mean? Yeah, I guess lead. <laughs> if 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 we're doing that way, there's like I would give it to Bogart. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah, really in that good. movie is the people who are is really good. Yeah, we never brought up Bogart's like. Buddy, yeah, he was good too. He was good. Another person and I didn't, we didn't bring up. Of, he was obviously a person who did not grow up there, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Also, in Dead here? End, there's a character actor that I, I, you know, I get to talk about my because I'm a big film geek, so I notice character actors. But there's a um, the guy who played the doorman is Ward Bond, and he's the doorman that kind of like well, he's good, he's great, but he's, he's great. in a, Every, he's like, in a lot of John Wayne movies. But yeah, Ward Bond. That's Bond's the weird thing awesome. about Dead End. I don't think there's a bad role. There's a bad acting it's role. A, I think. Even the kids. I think everybody is just right. good in this movie. So the award. So we'll make up an award for this one. So best ensemble is dead end in the, in the, for sure. Yes. It's like best that's, ensemble. I mean, a best, best ensemble between all the movies we ever watched is going to be between this and uh, Lady Killers. Okay. <laughs> oh my Lady god. Lady Killers has an, shit, is another ensemble. Is so you know what I mean? Good. That's oh. another ensemble movie. Okay? Yeah. That's good. So yeah. So that's our seven movies. Nineteen thirty nine. Yay! So I, I only cry a little bit in the end, Austin, you <laughs> asshole. That's all right. It's okay to cry. I, I cry all the time. All right, next is, oh, we're doing June 12th. We did June 11th, and now we're going to June 12th, 1984. Yeah, it's mildly later. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's June, 35 so, years yeah, later. Okay? June 12th, 1984 oh, is the next time we'll go back in time. So years later. Jesus Christ. So really, that's, we're really time travelers. We're jumping around. But so. then the one after that is just a little bit... It's 66, 63, But yeah, our next is going to be June 12th, 1984. So join us for that one. So until next time, um, I'm Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, I already commented that you did it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>